What up? About last night, podcast listeners, your boy Adam Ray here. Got a quick question for you. You guys like making great money, right? Like super dope money? Oh, <laughs> that's what I thought. Well, here's a really cool opportunity I just had to share with you. Driving with Uber. That's right, Uber. I'm sure you've heard of it. It's that popular smartphone app that connects riders with drivers. Yeah, man, everybody uses it. I take Uber pretty much every day. I take it when I'm trying to get to a comedy club. I take it when I'm trying to avoid drinking and driving. I take it when I just want to meet cool people. I'm telling you, the stories and the conversations I've had while in an Uber are incredible. One of my best buds met his current girlfriend through Uber because Uber drivers are the shit, man. They're cool. They're fun. They they are good at conversation and they get you where you need to go on time and in the appropriate amount of fun. Uh, You know why people love driving with Uber, I'll tell you what, the people who drive with Uber, they love it because they're their own boss, all right? They earn great money, and it's easy to start. All you need is a car and a license. That's all you need. Driving with Uber is great for anyone who needs flexibility. Parents, all right, if you're trying to find a way uh, to easily work around your family schedule, perfect. Drive with Uber. Students, you looking to make some extra cash in between those classes? Perfect. Drive with Uber. Now's the prime time to cash in driving with Uber, all right? You guys are going to thank me for telling you how to get paid weekly. I could be getting into your car when you drive with Uber, and we could talk about we could talk about all sorts of fun. We could talk about DuckTales. We could talk about Pop-Tarts and Fraggle Rock and, and, and how the Muppets are coming back. We could talk about weed, man. I'm telling you, if you've got a car and a license, put them both to work for you today and start earning serious, life-changing cash. Sign up to drive with Uber at visit. Sign up to drive with Uber at drivewithuber.com. Visit drivewithuber.com. That's drivewithuber.com. Hey, guess what? Don't be a goober. Drivewithuber.com. And now enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Hey, everybody. It's Adam Ray and Brad Williams for the About Last Night podcast. Holy crap. What an episode. Did, wow. we, did, did, did we stop laughing the entire episode? I, um, I don't think so. This, I think I think I, I yeah, it was um I lost some weight. That's for damn sure. It was you know, and not to say that we haven't laughed on the last handful of podcasts, but Absolutely. there are just some guests that come on that um are Robin Williams-esque. Uh, and and that's a very non-stop. non-stop. And there's yes, and, and to everything. Totally. Tangents, adding stories, and when you can add spot-on impressions to Great stories and great, and quick and, and great jokes. And totally. when the impressions aren't just you just doing the impression for the sake of doing it, right. but doing it because, oh, you're also like coming up with super clever shit through yeah. that impression. Absolutely. Um, it was his third time on the podcast. He says maybe the best, but his first two were also incredible appearances. Right. But um, it might be the best because we got a slew of new impressions, yeah. some great stories, and like you said, nonstop laughter. I'm talking about... Jonathan Kite. Jonathan Kite, everybody. Star of Two Broke Girls, which is coming back for its fifth season. Right. Wow. That's So basically, on. what I'm trying to tell you, ladies, is if hook Jonathan Kite now. Yeah. Because <laughs> the boy is about to make a crap load of money. Yeah, man. So uh, do your best. That kite is flying. That, all right. <laughs> There's the door, Adam Ray. That is, oh, that is unacceptable. It is flying high. All right. So uh, I'm going to be taking over the, this last part of the intro. <laughs> no, but uh, you're... you're Absolutely right. He's doing uh, great things in this business. He, he, he's going to be doing more stand-up now. So uh, if, if, if you have the opportunity to go see him live, you should absolutely go, go do it. Go, go see him. Go laugh at his stuff. 
and uh, tweet at him how much uh, you enjoyed him on this podcast because uh, he told us uh, on air and off air how much he loves coming on this podcast. Yeah. So we're like, yes, come on. It was late. He, you want. he had rehearsed all day and we had to push the time back because my flight got delayed and I got in later and mm-hmm. it was going to be 7, then it was 8.30, then it was 11. Yeah. And, and he still ele- came over and was like, yeah, o'clock man. at night. Yeah, he's the best. John yeah. is the best. Follow him on Twitter at JBKite. Follow Brad on Twitter at FunnyBrad. Follow me on Twitter at AdamRayComedy. And come see me live. Because guess what? Starting next Monday, I'll be in Las Vegas, the Ooh. Tropicana, the Laugh Factory. Love this club. It's my favorite spot in Vegas. Um, and uh, and the shows are great. Two a night, 8.30 and 10.30, Las Vegas, Laugh Factory, Tropicana. Get your tickets at LaughFactory.com. Uh, and then a bunch of other uh, dates throughout Los Angeles uh, all through September. Uh, and then September 17th through the 19th, I'm in uh, Fort Worth, Texas, September 19th. I'm sorry, September 17th through the 19th, Fort Worth, Texas. Hyenas, it's my first time. Brad, you've played. It's a it's a great club. I got to tell you about it. This killer uh, sandwich place that's uh, right next to the club that you should absolutely go to. Called Subway? Uh, I mean, spoiler alert. Yeah. Uh, I don't geez. eat Subway anymore. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, right, because of uh, your yeah. hero. Uh, <laughs> not so much anymore. Yeah. Uh, it's We're on an all Quiznos diet here. <laughs> Unless Subway wants to sponsor us. In, 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 no, in, in, if they did, case. I think we'd have to say no. Really? <laughs> I'm not turning down that Subway money. Wow. Yikes. Holy crap. You get one Hyundai gig, and now you're too good. <laughs> too good to sell out, man. Hey, man. I'm selling Unless out. Unless we find okay. out that he was just, you know... That he was into, you know, legal stuff, but creepy. I don't know. Let's, let's get off this topic yeah. before we get arrested. Uh, yeah, so you're, you're going to be at the... What's the sandwich shop I, called? Uh, oh, God, I don't even know what the name of it <laughs> great, is. Great sales pitch. Man, you got to go to this one place. Here they it's are, so good. Here it's, they are um, listening, and they're like, what the fuck, man? Just say the name. It's right around the corner from the club. I, I don't look at the name. I just go there. Anyway, I'll... I'll tell you. All right. Well, Hyenas, Fort Worth, Texas, September 17th through the 19th. And then uh, if you're looking ahead to October, which I am, uh, October 28th through November 1st, I'll be in Tempe, Arizona with Brad Williams, the Tempe Improv. Ooh, that guy's good. October 28th (laughs) through the 1st of November. And on on October 28th, uh, that's a Wednesday, the first night of the weekend, uh, we're doing a live ALN podcast. So come out and support because we're going to start doing more of these. Right. And uh, and that's going to kick off uh, in Tempe, Arizona, October 28th through November 1st. Brad, where are you going to be? Well, uh, if you're listening to this on Thursday or Friday, I'm currently in Virginia Beach, Virginia at the Funny Bone, uh, Octo- uh, October, uh, August 28th through August 30th. And then uh, I'm going on vacation. But I'm deserve still, it. But I'm still going to do stand-up when I'm on my, my vacation. So if we have any About Last Night fans uh, that are in Hawaii, come on out. And see me in Hawaii. Uh, September 10th, I'll be in Maui at a place called Charlie's. And so then, jealous. And then uh, Honolulu, I'm not forgetting you. I'm, I'm gonna, That rhymed. Didn't mean it to. Uh, that rhymed too. I can't stop. Okay. <laughs> can't stop. Won't stop. Yeah. Bad boy for life. I okay. got the Seuss curse. <laughs> ah! uh, September 12th, I'm going to be at Hawaiian Brian's in Honolulu, Hawaii. <laughs> Yes, Hawaiian uh, Brian's. Now, do you think he just called it that because his name was Brian? I'm pr- I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and he's like, uh, what what do we call it? My name's Brian. Yeah, I'm Hawaiian. Uh, Perfect. I live in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. That would be like the equivalent of me calling my bar Small Brad's. <laughs> <laughs> small, small, small Brad's bar. 
<laughs> I'd which, go there. Yeah, I might actually do that. And then I'm um, flying right from Hawaii to Tampa, Florida. I'm going to be at the Improv in Tampa September 18th through the 20th, and then uh, a couple of the dates. But then, of course, uh, for all dates, go to bradwilliamscomedy.com. Uh, follow me on Twitter at FunnyBrad and on the Instagram at bradwilliamscomic. Follow me on Instagram at adamray33, yep. on Twitter at adamraycomedy, all my tour dates, adamraytv.com. And, of course, uh, while you're on the Internet, go to astoymerchandise.com, E-S-T-O-Y, merchandise.com. Get all your merch, shirts, mugs. It's all there. Get them. Yeah. Support the pod. Bring them out. Uh, bring them to AZ, uh, especially because Brad and I will sign them and, uh, yeah. and do whatever you want to them. Quite honestly, uh, I mean, there might there might there might be limits. I'll we'll have ta- a lawyer we'll present. We'll take them home. <laughs> we'll take them home. Wear them. Get that nice uh, Brad Williams musk mm. on that shirt. If you're that hardcore of a fan, mm. <laughs> Brad <laughs> Williams musk. Give him ten bucks. It'll just make that noise for you. Mm. Start with Brad go. Williams lawnmower. Uh, <laughs> So uh, that's, uh, yeah, so do that. Get the merch. Uh, and, of course, keep subscribing to the podcast on iTunes. Tell your friends. Uh, give it that five-star rating and that uh, that uh, that comment on the iTunes page. Helps us climb the charts. And, of course, like I mentioned on Monday, uh, you've got I a few. can't wait for this. You've got a few more days left to email me your um, your Clooney Boop, Clooney Boop story. Um, yeah. We're doing a contest. Um, uh, the best Clooney Boop story. All right. This is uh, obviously like we've uh, 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 broken down on. Yeah. What is a Clooney Boop? A Clooney, right? a Clooney, Clooney Boop. Oh, Clo- Clo- Clooney Boop. Yeah, it's tough. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, it's basically like if George Clooney married Betty Boop but then decided to take her name. Sure. That's okay. one way of looking at it. Or it Clo- can be... Clooney Boop. Yeah. Or it can be anything embarrassing gotcha. um, that was a crazy story in your life that was um, out of the ordinary, that was uh, unexpected, embarrassing, incredible, but embarrassing has to be a part of it. Right. It's something as small as like tripping um, or, you know, down a flight of stairs in front of a uh, room of hot Playboy models whose only turnoff was men who tripped downstairs. Uh, <laughs> or... I mean, I mean, I mean, I'll give you a prime example. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, uh, a friend of mine's dad was going through a horrific disease, and we thought we all thought that there's no chance it's going to make it. There's no chance. We got to say, say our goodbyes, and uh, I didn't get a chance to because I was always on the road. So I thought, like, well, uh, he's he's passed away. Turns out uh, he beat the disease. No one told me. So I'm at the bank one day, and all and, and all of a sudden he taps me on the shoulder and goes, "Hey, Brad." And I turn around and see this guy who I was told was on his deathbed. And my initial thing that I said was, uh, I thought you were dead. And he looked at me like, wait, what? <laughs> he goes, you, I'm like, you died. And I thought I was like in some sort of 80s movie where my friend's dad's ghost is yeah. visiting me and, tell, and, and giving me instructions. My friend's dad's ghost. Yeah. So <laughs> Was the original. Uh, <laughs> that, well, that, was, that was what ghost dad turned out to be. Uh, wow. Yeah, so sure. that's, that's a solid Clooney boop. Yeah. yeah so announcing that in public, uh, a sure. little embarrassing. So whatever that is to you, email uh, to me at arraysugar at gmail.com, A-R-A-Y-Sugar.com. And uh, the best Clooney boop story will be read on the podcast on Monday, August 31st, as well as uh, your a prizes gift bag yeah. from the ALN podcast that will be announced and sent to you. So uh, so email those Clooney Boop stories. You have a few more days to do so. We'll pick a winner Sunday night. And then we'll send you official Brad Williams musk. <laughs> <laughs> or we'll bottle it. <laughs> Somehow. I don't know. What would you call it? We came up with my cologne, remember? It was, oh, was it? Persistence. Oh, Persistence. What would Brad Williams be? Ooh, Brad Williams cologne. Uh, reaching? No. Uh, that's what I don't do. That's not bad. <laughs> Brad Williams. Reaching. 
<laughs> I like it. Go with it. Reaching. For Go with you. it. Go with it. <laughs> That's the Brad Williams cologne. Those are the tour dates. Those are the Twitter handles. That's all the merch info. And now sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode with third timer Jonathan Kite. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. My mom and I actually have a joke about Yankee Candle. What is it? I because uh, nobody has a joke about Yankee. Yeah, Candle. that's that, that's not that exactly true? a statement you hear all Even the time. Even the Yankee Doodle Candle Company owners, <laughs> owners, the owners. Like there's a whole there's, <laughs> there's a, a boardroom <laughs> of living candles like Lumiere <laughs> from Beauty and the Beast. What's the hope? Lumiere. Yeah, is that a Beauty and the Beast cast member? Or? It was the uh, cast member. It was the it was the, the candle. candelier. Yeah, the candelier. <laughs> Guys, listen. That's what they called it in the in old Beeston days, the candelier. Right now, we're actually just talking about Beauty and the Beast the other day because he, you were saying that you would in the musical version you would like to play the candlestick. Yes, and his name I was would. Lumiere. Uh, Lumiere. He was French, which is French for light. For yeah, don't try to act no, like you know anything. Aha, it is. I is think it it's really? like, yeah, because luminosity. It's 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 like something wow. about light. All I remember about Beauty and the Beast was that. Angela Lansbury was the voice of the teapot. And, killed and when she sang Tales as Old as Time, <laughs> true as be. It wasn't a memorable song. Is what, I, is what we're trying to let you guys know. What were those lyrics, Adam? Oh, I'll give it to you. Uh-huh. Tales as old as time. Yeah, we, yeah, we heard that song one. Song as, as old as rhyme. Oh. oh. <laughs> um, some I, wait, wait, wait. Riding on a bike. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> When I lick a lady, I'm a... <laughs> I mean... Finish it, Disney. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. Murder, she wrote, reruns. If maybe that's a little plug. She plugged in Beauty and the Beast. Murder, she, she wrote. Because she needed the money. Absolutely. <laughs> you know who's Nobody murdering needs the money it? less. Angela Lansbury. She is. Where Killing is she right now? Me. Wait, don't no, because no, Murder, she wrote. Get it? Oh, you know who's murdering wow. it? I got it, John. Thank nice. you. Dude. Thank you. I get your humor uh, up to uh, That's why right. I'm here. I'm Brad's friend, Adam's acquaintance. <laughs> Uh, last time you were here was over a year ago. Can't believe it. Um, Thanks for having me back. Dude, come on. I love man. this podcast. This is you. Uh, this is your third time. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we don't have many people on more than once. So that should is say that true? something. Yeah, that should say something to you're in a, you're I in keep a small getting club. It, I keep screwing it up, so it's like third time's the charm. We got, we, we got <laughs> you guys are on back. my podcast, no, which the- is also happening, <laughs> and it's called Third Time's the Charm. <laughs> It's all about, this is my third appearance on every <laughs> podcast. Every podcast. <laughs> I go, why not? Really tank it hard for two. <laughs> really tank Be it memorably hard. terrible. Yeah. yeah. Oh, can we have him or back? Or terribly memorable. That's, it's a little That's, bit of both. We, <laughs> that was the original. That was the sitcom I was basing off of. Memorably it. Terrible, terrible. Terribly memorable. It was about two twins. Oh, God. <laughs> I that, play both. That, that, I that play could be both. an actual sitcom. And yeah. I want that sitcom to be made just because that theme song would just be so 90s and cheesy. Can I tell you, my buddy and I. And then you walk through the door. Wind chimes. What were you going to say? No, my buddy and I did a sitcom. We did a. Sketch show, and um, it was hilarious because it was like, think about this when they do like Perfect Strangers, you know, took place in uh, hey, Jared, 
Jared Fogle, by the way, is one of the other stars, and he plays himself. When the jail jail cell closes, it's like. Here it is, one more time, and you'll be the warden, and I'll be Jared. Wow. Hey, Jared, I think you dropped the sub in the shower. (laughs) Oh man. Jared will be right back after these messages. (laughs) It's just called. This is Jared in a Corvette driving away from the jail. This is a Skittles jail. commercial in the 80s. <laughs> Yo, I'm going to taste the rainbow. <laughs> is, a little wait, iced tea or I something there. Say, I was almost going to say Bo Jackson. I got to do this. Oh, I have to do Tyson. <laughs> wait, Ty- wait, keep it going. Tyson's for Skittles. Okay, hold on. There it goes. I know that sometimes when I'm really beating someone up, all that comes out is red. But when I really punch the Skittles packet... My fifth can really taste the rainbow. <laughs> Skittles. Hey, Mike, you didn't pay the cable bill. I paid it with Skittles. <laughs> Skittles, the currency of Mike Tyson. <laughs> the currency of Tyson. But I was saying, so we, we wrote this like sketch show right. pilot. And, you know, like in the beginning of Perfect Strangers, when they're in Chicago, the pilot. Unbelievable. They just met. They couldn't have had all of those adventures already. No. Right. The, the opening song is a montage of stuff that hasn't happened, people from the future. And so my buddy oh. and I do like a meetup comedy. And we yeah. have this ridiculous montage mm-hmm. where we're like. You know, like scuba diving and like That's doing all this crazy stuff that just could never have happened. <laughs> <laughs> Playing Twister, like I accidentally eat my friend's sandwich, so he chokes me to death. <laughs> and this is like in the in the opening song. Oh, God, dude, that's hilarious. <laughs> Jonathan's podcast is filmed in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> Third time's a charm. Third time's a charm. Isn't that's, that right? That, wow, 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 dude. What, I Credits. mean, before you were on a sitcom, what? Kimberly, Dad said you took the rest of the mac and cheese. I took it because the results came back from the doctor. (gasps) You're lactose intolerant. (laughs) That's also a Tidy Bowl commercial. Brad and I got stoned one night and just did that over and over again. Yeah. And then pretty much. Basically, we would take turns. That was one episode of the podcast. (laughs) Playing the sound effects and then just filling it in with like the dialogue that would follow the commercial break or uh, fake commercials. Uh, The the greatest is they have a. This this is an app called uh, uh, Pocket Sitcom. (laughs) It's like. Oh, yeah, dude. Why? How much? Was it like a buck or something? It was free. And it's the greatest thing in the world. Do you want you want an opening to a mid nineties teen sitcom comedy? Yeah, here we go. I mean, some could argue that that's every beginning to say by the bell. I was just yeah. thinking. Yeah. You know what though? This um, is a monster of the kids getting ready for class. Right? Everyone's walking through. Somebody skateboards by. Exterior of Bayside. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Um, I did. A, I hosted an award show this summer in Vegas, Ooh. and um, I was said it, it was. Um, it was for the commercial spots that are done in the smaller markets or in major markets too, but it's like the ads that they put together for like the weather, like the local spots. Yeah. And then they have this award show that's not televised, but they have it hosted. Mm. And then, you know, there's, there's obviously nominees and a winner. It was super fun. Wait, but for the local ads in all Yeah, the so like Seattle had ads. Dude, and, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's great because yeah. some of those commercials are the like the they're best. the best. No, they, and some of them were amazing. Yeah. and it's just that they don't happen to you know instead of like making a movie, they're doing these commercials. Right. These producers. That's a really cool award show to host. It was yeah. so fun, and so I said to them, like, "You have only 
you have like a minute to say your acceptance speech. And then I literally pulled out my phone. I don't have it anymore. But I was like, I have music that I will play, play off you music. off to. <laughs> and I did. And I showed it. I'm like, don't make me use this. Who did you have to play off? Um, you or, know what? Thank God. They kept it. They kept they it kept pretty it clean, tight. Yeah. Yeah. They, not, not a lot of... Um, you know, just like very little. It's not like like I feel like when that happens in the Academy Awards, like some of those people have been waiting decades, right. and so they have all that thank list forever. It's crazy. And then these people were just like, "We had a great team, and thanks everybody for showing up for work." And you <laughs> and, know, uh, try the seafood, try yeah. the veal. I'll be here all week. <laughs> thanks Out. for the Jaguar trainer that that showed up that day. Yeah, yeah. And, thank God, because yeah, or be, else we couldn't have done it. it was non union. An award show like that, I feel like, has got to be pretty loose in the way that they uh, like the freedoms they give you as host. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they let me, Jonathan. I, just don't say the n word and don't make fun of the sponsors. <laughs> they didn't say that. Wow. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you just let the n word right, fly. Let it fly. <laughs> It was actually the awards like were called the Flying N Words. <laughs> well, they had this golden and statue. Wait, and is this the music that plays before the Flying N Words? Oh N-words? no! Please don't. <laughs> All right, I got it. Ready? That's from. Oh, Moesha, is this your purse, Laronda? I don't know. I thought we bought the same purse. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> this is us in a hot tub. <laughs> Man, we get we get one night a week away from these men, and they gotta be calling me when I'm in this hot tub. I'm trying to enjoy my Friday night in a hot tub, and the least of my concerns is what you're doing. I don't care if it's raining out right now. <laughs> in Gr- fact, I want it to rain. I just want one of them to go, girl. <laughs> wait, do, wait, do I have that? No, <laughs> that's actually the, all the theme songs. That's all the noises from Homeboys in Space. <laughs> That's a separate app. Is that a real movie or show? Yeah, it was. It was what? a Wayans Brothers show. All right, Brad, you're going to have to fucking get it together. <laughs> it's you're too out much of control. fun, though. Every time you pull that out, you don't stop. It's I, like Pringles it's for you. Because it's so good. Um, it was a real show. It was a Wayans Brothers show? Yeah, it was. Brad, you get two more, and then I'm going to either punch you in the dick or throw your phone out the window. Play, well, I, I mean, feel like we're at Denny's, and I'm like, just draw on the placemat that we gave you. Put your phone away. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, yeah, homies, home wait. boys in space. That was a real thing? Yeah. What? what? I have so many questions. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Home boys in space is the Freddy Krueger of shows. If people don't talk about it, it doesn't exist. <laughs> But you guys got it. So funny. Dude. You got to get it. So funny. I mean, the, the homeboys and like that sounds like all right when they do like parody movies yeah, that are know. bad movies yeah. within a movie. They're doing one right now, Fifty Shades of Black. <laughs> oh, that's, that's Marlon Wayans. Yeah, that's that is real. real. Yeah. So they're actually doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Hey, you got to give it. Marlon Wayans is spot on with those pair. I mean, those scary movies, dude. Scary movie they? was so funny. It man. was so. Funny. And they did four of them. Come that's on, crazy. Come on. I mean, in in the in the first one, when the clown that lives under the bed wrapped its dick around the guy's neck. Yeah. Come on, guy. Come on. That's actually you know comedy that's gold. A com- in, and I watch a lot of horror movies. That was a combination of a few things: mm-hmm. Poltergeist. Mm-hmm. But have you ever seen a movie called Ghoulies? Oh my god, love it! That guy wrapped his tongue around the neck at the end of the movie. Holy and, shit! And that yes, was like a did. callback to a film that you can't even get on wow. Laserdisc. Ghoulies, yeah, Ghoulies <laughs> oh is a deep come cut. out of the toilet. There's, yeah, yeah, Brad. It's it's a. I remember watching there was disturbing, a, disturbing, film. disturbing. There are a handful of films I watched the child that gave me nightmares. Mm-hmm. Ghoulies, yeah, Child's Play, and Harry and the Hendersons. I got two out of three on that. <laughs> Well, because and not because of Harry. John Lithgow scared the shit out of me. No, no Harry, I, go. Well, whoa, wait a minute. Wait, whoa. I love it at the end. Do you do a John Lithgow? Yeah. I the only Lithgow I do yeah, is, yeah. and I only did on this podcast randomly, but it was him. It was again speaking of Harry and the Hendersons. Okay. And and somebody on the podcast was like, I don't remember that movie. I go, you don't remember when John Lithgow 
uh, hits a Bigfoot, brings him into his home, loves him, cares for him, and then goes, go, get out, leave. And then goes, go back to the forest. But we that, don't love you anymore. <laughs> go, Harry. Harry in the handles. <laughs> that's a Lithgow. Yeah, that's Lithgow. Thank God you. Damn. I love that you and I will just come up with impressions on this show. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, you. Wait, uh, did you do a Lithgow before? I do. Um, I used to do, uh, I do him on stage every now and then. But yeah. um, it was just, I love him as an actor so much that yeah. I think as a kid, I just, I just like I just like the shrillness in his voice. And totally. Third Rock yeah. from the Sun. Oh, so, oh such underrated, a man. I don't, Incredible. Yeah, yeah. What we're, no, I was going to ask because uh, st- we're starting season five. Yeah. Season five of Two Broke Girls. Thank you. Gosh, Wait, thank you. Have, we, have we reached 100 yet? It, it's in, um, it's like in three episodes. Whoa. Wait a it's minute. In, we're having a huge, like, it's incredible. I mean, that, they like send Doesn't us that an mean email. syndication? No, we have syndication. You we start this fall. Dude, it's a ama- yeah. We're so Dude, lucky. this might be the last time we ever talk to you, man. You hear I'm that, not ladies? Even here. I'm a Tupac hologram. <laughs> I thought we were shooting this after the hundredth episode, so I'm like, just send my hologram. <laughs> Wait, oh, was that like, Jeff Bridges? I was just, <laughs> just send my hologram, man. <laughs> he doesn't think he doesn't call them holograms though. He calls them hallucinations, man. <laughs> you know that guy over there? That's a peyote looker. <laughs> peyote looker, Jeff. Dude. But that's huge, though. Uh, so hundred episodes means uh, it, like well, you're already in syndication, yeah. so that's it, it's just cocaine and models for the rest of your life. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, I, that's uh, what if it was just slipping slides and beefaroni? You didn't say what kind of models. <laughs> I did not. Hand models. <laughs> oh shit! Mm, brawny, brawny hand models. <laughs> Metal oh, paper towel models. I, there's nothing need to wipe up, Jerry. <laughs> it's always Jerry. We're just gonna hang out, man. Photo bombing with his don't. Yeah. <laughs> Did you said it was chill? Oh, oh yeah, dude, man. You just you just invite yourself over, Jerry, and then tell people, and then you get mad when they don't get chill with you for showing up unannounced. Your hand is the Wilson from Home Improvement. I've never seen your face, Jerry. I've never seen your face. What was the show? What, I mean, okay, so 100 episodes, yeah. fifth season on a hit sitcom. What Now, when you get this deep into it, do you have, like, uh, weird reflections where you're like, wow, like thinking of your favorite shows and go, I'm now a part of, like, a company of TV history? You know what? It's kind of nuts because um, I think that we, the way that television is done today, and obviously I haven't been on a show like this before, you don't, like, we had no idea that it was going to go season two, you know? So yeah. You just don't know, do you? You don't. I mean, look at the TV today well, is like, the, the, honestly, like, the pilot situation is the Hunger Games. <laughs> Where, like, there's, they, they're canceled so many shows. I've, yeah. I heard the number earlier this year, and it was staggering. Yeah. And, and shows that, like, uh, and especially with sitcoms now, it's just like, because sitcoms are rare sitcoms, or, or hit sitcoms are so rare, that it's just like, they give them six episodes. And it's like, oh, you, you, you didn't have 30 million people watching your sitcom? All right, gone. It's true. And, and they, like, with all of the different, like, Fox just said they're not going to have a pilot season or something. So, like, there's what? weird start dates. And, yeah. we have, you know, it, it, there's not a consistency in the scheduling the way there was, like, even five years ago. Right. Well, I mean, yeah. if you, Lynn, the, the classic example is Seinfeld, because if you watch the first season of Seinfeld, they hadn't nearly hit the stride. It yet. was a mid season replacement. Yeah. 
So Seinfeld, if that would have come out now, would have been canceled. Yeah, it's amazing. Absolutely. You think about, you're absolutely right. If you look at like the first episodes of things, and actually I was putting together um, a a tape of something and I was looking at old episodes, Mm -hmm. you know, the the show has just had an opportunity to grow so much in five years that it's really like a different thing than it was five years ago. What what are the main differences? I mean, other than just people finding their legs character-wise, writing-wise, right? I mean, I I think think writing-wise because you train an audience. I mean, I think that's right. something that like, Michael really does well. Um, yeah. It was something. It's like, um, and it's it's harder because they have to they have to buy into it, and then you have to be like, well, these are the types of jokes that we're going to tell every week, and then right. you try to keep pushing the envelope. And on network television, it's really hard. Yeah, so many rules. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. You, you actually, it's like more what you can't say than what you can. Absolutely, and and. and uh, God, there's been like so, uh, and I can only imagine the types of meetings you've had. Uh, my favorite one back when I was on a little show called Mind of Mencia, gentlemen. Yeah, uh, Wait, I thought you were gonna uh, Cat and Sam on Nickelodeon. Mm, uh, oh, I was on that show. Give, I was give. I was handcuffed to Ariana Grande for a week. Yeah, yeah. But what did you do on the show? What were your lines? I don't know. Oh, uh, you, you were like a weird yeah, devil I, spirit. I had a weird language. Ik devak du devak balisteku. That was one line. Just, wow. So I'm pretty sure I just called up Satan. He's gonna be at the door in like two seconds. <laughs> Guys, get a mic ready. <laughs> Get a mic, Get a mic. I am the Dark Lord. There wow. he is. He's Wait. actually using Brad as a vehicle. <laughs> yes. Basically, I'm Jeff Dunham, and Brad is my Walter. Can you imagine? I don't know what I'd Save do. just up his ass right I'd now. I'd probably let you... I'd probably I do like five s- more episodes, and then I'd move. I, you, I rented <laughs> Satan up your ass last night. It was good. I can't get that. I can only get it on beta. <laughs> It's like uh, one of those like those I'm rare eighties like faces of death. <laughs> Listen, we obviously have one impressionist at the table. Yeah, it's, well, that's not named Brad. No, no, no. Listen, who knows what Satan sounds like? Satan probably sounds like I'll take. He sounds like Michael Kine. <laughs> wow, Dude, nice, not Good bad, pull. not Good bad. Pull. You pull one at least one every yeah. episode. Brad's Where cane. We, his pretty spot. His cane yeah. and his Statham. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's if what you pulled last Brad's time. Next yeah, Jason Statham, you know, because Jason Statham, because all me like, yeah, it was just with Satan last night in Las Vegas. We had a bunch of hookers. It was fantastic. Kane Statham should be the name of a porn or his next special. <laughs> uh, and I'm in on both. <laughs> it's it's it, you know it's a porn. Kane um, Statham's Kane, <laughs> and then it goes. Are you in? <laughs> Wow, dude! I meant it. You know what's an impression? Shit, yeah. Kane on Kane, Kane on Kane. It's weird. You're listening every show. I'm pitching to Bravo tomorrow. Uh, Third time's a charm. Uh, Okay, Jason Statham is my. I'm his penis. It is. (laughs) Wait, wait. So you're trying to tell me that I'm going to be Jason Statham's penis? Okay, it's Scott. Right. Look, I need to ask both of you something. Oh. I was in The Muppet Christmas Carol. You were. But I forget who I played. So, what I need from you is to tell me, was I the same character from Cider House Rules, or was I Jeeves from Batman? I'm sorry, Alfred from Batman. You actually, Jeeves is from yes. Mr. Belvedere. You actually no, played the Mr. Belvedere. <laughs> no, from Mr. Belvedere. Mr. Belvedere was the butler. Oh, oh Jeeves, the name of the show is Mr. Belvedere. How is that not clear? It's written on the top of every script. Is that Belvedere? I don't know. 
I was going to keep going. Is that Belvedere another show to pitch? Where people go around doing Belvedere impressions to strangers and they go, is that Belvedere? Guys, is that Belvedere? For $50. Because guess what? Nobody knows. No, except him. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Danny Glover. Looking for a cool ping pong table for this summer? You only got one month left. That's right, because school's coming back. Looking for a back-to-school ping pong table to double as a beer pong table? (laughs) I got just the one. It's a Danny Glover two-in-one table. $50 at Rite Aid. And we're back with Jonathan. Oh, go As ahead. Danny Glover walks away, and they're like, we need you to do one more spot. He goes, I'm getting too old for this shit. <laughs> and that's in the real commercial. That's in the commercial. Yeah, yeah. You well, have to have it. I was going to say, I wrote a sketch one time that, of course, no one ever liked and wanted to use or associate with me. But um, it was called um, um, uh, That's Not Enough. And it starred... A crocodile Dundee, Paul Hogan, Paul Hogan, oh. and it was just Paul a game Hagen. show of right. him being up there and being like, "All right, guys," and then he is, "Is that a knife?" And then someone's like, "No, that is a knife," and he goes, "No, that's not a knife. That's a knife." And he'd pull out a bigger knife every. And that's the oh, only thing God. that that game show was. Oh my god! <laughs> no one. Everyone's like, Wait every time I try to, I pitch it in every room like if I was on something, and, every, and everyone's like, "Where would we do this?" I go, uh, "I don't know, uh, heaven." Yeah, because <laughs> that's what it's gonna feel like to be. Well, you just that's do so it. Great, we just, can we just play out one more one more round of that show, guys? Right. Yeah. Hello, this is Paul Hagen. Okay, Brad's on the show. He's yeah, contestant. Yeah. Right. You both are. All right, great. Okay. Hi, welcome back, guys. Thanks uh, for our sponsors of Lightning Jack Two, Lightning Jack Off. <laughs> so we're back in the program, and I'm going to say welcome back to that's not a knife. We got our contestant Brad, and we got our contestant Adam. So right here, I've got something I'm holding up. Adam, is this a knife? Um, n- no, no. Judges, you're right. That's not a knife. <laughs> this is a knife. <laughs> Brad, same question. Yeah, right. Different object. You just okay. pulled a knife on me. All right. Uh, 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 you know what? Uh, <laughs> ah! Oh, oh God. He just stabbed me. He just stabbed you. Oh, Hagen just stabbed me. <laughs> That's not a knife brought to you by Ginsey. <laughs> it's, it's our sponsor. <laughs> it fits right in. <laughs> Nothing shivs like a ginsu. <laughs> and it's just... It's one Going of those to things, prison? Ginsu. It's, one, it's <laughs> one of those things where he just looks in the camera during the show and does a commercial. <laughs> guys, yeah. He looks. He stabs you and then just turns <laughs> menacingly and goes, Guys, I need another job. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're live, Paul. We're you know, live. You know what impression I just saw you do that I didn't even know you could do, which was crazy, because I feel like I know them all. But that's what a great impressionist does. They all of a sudden, they do one, and you're like, oh, yeah, of course you can do that one, too. Because you did this video for BuzzFeed. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it was celebrities if they were using Periscope. Yeah. If you have not seen this video, go to BuzzFeed. No, just Google John Kite. Uh, Periscope. Periscope yeah, celebrity. YouTube or whatever. It's Holy on. shit, man. Uh, I mean, all your classics are in there. But then you did Christian Bale, dude. Oh, yeah, Christian Bale. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. You know, he's a very soft kind of guy. He's just like, oh, whatever. I want to do this. And then every day he fucking turns. He goes, get off the set, you prick. Man, don't you stand there. Christian, what would your father, <laughs> Mr. Wayne, say if, oh. if he saw you doing this today? Alfred. <laughs> I gotta make this right. I can only save Rachel or Harvey. Listen, have you <laughs> seen that. Rachel? She looks like she got hit in the head with a frying pan. You save Harvey. He's the hope for this city. Apparently, I couldn't save either of them. He's like, I just turned him into Nicolas Cage a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> He's bad. Oh, I'm bad. <laughs> 
Oh my god! Now I I don't know if you heard the rumor, but when but when they were making the uh, Superman movie, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, I've seen Tim the Burton. photos. Have you seen the photos? Yes, I have. Tim Burton was supposed to direct a Superman movie with Nick Cage fighting a polar bear. Yes, was in Wait, the script. What, dude? This no. is not this is not something that I created on an acid trip. This isn't. This was could an have been, movie. but it's still <laughs> true. <laughs> could have been. Would have been. No judge. It's, uh, no I mean, judge here, man. <laughs> Jeff, all how long have we been here? All Nicolas Cage movies were formed on acid trips by Jeff Bridges. Well, I was going to say, all, there's <laughs> this guy. Wait, Family Man. What the pitch? He does uh, acid. Does a pitch for Family Man. Yeah, he's like, all right, man. I got, I got an idea for you, man. I. Uh, what if? What if a guy made a candle, but it was his face? <laughs> Ghost Rider. <laughs> yes. And then he does Cage. <laughs> Cage is in the room. He's just oh. like, oh, I'm just, I'm, you know what, man. I'm Wait, here's, just, a, um, here's outside the room before they go in. Bridges telling Cage what's going to happen in the pitch. I, uh, I, I got to tell you, man, I, I, I won't remember this tomorrow. <laughs> I, uh, I took some pretty wicked peyote that I bought off of a crocodile named Walter. <laughs> And, uh, you know, what happens is I, uh, I'm going to see a lot of magical shit, man. And then you're going to make those movies. Oh, my God, dude. You, like, <laughs> That's see, the most insane. You see exactly what it is, and then you just say it, man. That's crazy. Like, just, dude, skip a beat. That's yeah. fucking... And the best part about... What a great dude, sketch yeah. that would be, dude. Oh, my dude. God. Jeff Bridges just Bridges telling Bridges Cage Bridges before movies, dude. That's a recurring sketch every week because you're, you yeah. see you're them outside so right. the room and then they go in and you have certain beats. Like every time he pitches a movie, Cage doesn't say anything but the quote or the tagline for the movie at the end of the pitch. Yeah, yeah. no, you're right. Like it, it's and something then they make that, it. Maybe at the end you see the trailer. That's how you button every sketch. Or you you do something like the Ghostwriter thing where you're like, you know what, man? I've been hanging out with a lot of candles lately, <laughs> and I was like, there, I'm using them for warmth. But what if my face was a candle, man? Uh, you know, we'll call it Candle Man. <laughs> and then it just cuts to Ghostwriter. <laughs> it's like the re- like that's how the movie was created. Or or what's another one where uh, where he's uh, where he's like, man, listen, Con Air. oh. Listen, man, what if you had to get a bunny? <laughs> like, that's how you started it. You know, it. the bunny's like, yeah. yeah. Put the bunny the back in the box. Yeah. <laughs> Is that not the, the most legendary scene when he's in the cargo part it's of the It's so plane? great. It's the best line of Con Air or maybe any, any movie film ever. ever. Um, but I, <laughs> fuck, but he, fuck Rosebud. <laughs> that that is it put the bunny. How was that not the tagline for the film <laughs> this summer? Put the bunny back in the box. Great movie trailer voice. How bad do you want to do that? Oh, dude, so, I, I've asked. I've like they have. You know, you're a working voiceover. Do you yeah. do a lot of voiceovers too? I, I I do none, but I just get my voiceover news from uh, Adam Ray Weekly. Yeah. Adam Ray Weekly. And I, we, uh, I try to subscribe. You know what's funny, man? I didn't realize when it's Brad a Lycos and I, account. I can't get to it. When Brad and I, and I'm sure you know this too, just from I mean, now probably editing for ten plus years, right? For voiceover, yeah. It's like Brad and I are doing these, uh, you know, ads for the podcast, yeah. And we're going through, and I'm like, you know, it's it's part of it's just like anything we do. Like you go up, uh, like when uh, you did your special, you're just like, yeah, like this is a big deal, but it's also like. Just second uh, nature at this point because yeah, I've done I've done the set so many times. Yep, I, in preparation I it for it. Yeah. yeah. So like when we auditioned for voiceover or just doing, you know, commercials and whatever. So now we're doing these ads and like, it's just such a part of what I do. But like, and then so I'm throwing direction to Brad on certain things, and then I'm just like, oh, that's right. Like, because you don't do this every day, exactly. You shouldn't 
just be able to just do it. No, yeah, it's, it is, a, and, I, and it made me realize, oh yeah, I guess just from ten years of doing it, I'm like, oh, I, it's, a, it's now another, it's a skill set, but. I Absolutely, you, you don't realize that when you're doing it all the no, time, and, and, right? And it's something, yeah, and it, it, it's something where you don't realize that it, like, going into it as I've never really done voiceover is I don't really realize it, it's a hard skill to make it sound really to good. make it sound real, Cause yeah, because you immediately really want hard. to go into commercially voice, yeah, or or just you know, and I, and I'm just like, yo, let's just you know, and, and saying the things that people said to me when I first saw, which is like, try, you know. Try to talk to somebody. Absolutely, right? Because when you're just doing it vague in general, that's when you go into you know very generic. Yeah. But some of them, though, I think I tune out on radio commercials because, and maybe I listened to a lot growing up when they were probably pretty hammy. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so it was a lot they of still like, are. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like Even the coupley ones are yeah. just like you know, Bill. You know what? We need a we need a washer and dryer that doesn't make so much noise at night. Oh, Sally, I'll take that job with your dad. <laughs> I mean, I don't want you to have to, but I'm six weeks pregnant. Does this ever happen to you? <laughs> Is that Lithgow? <laughs> the, 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 the plan B plus when you're six months and you need to get rid of it immediately. <laughs> it's a commercial. Like, it's like how car commercials trick us. Oh, yeah. it's, it's for that. You think it's about, like, K-Jewelers or something. And it's about, no, super abortion. <laughs> and you know what, man? That's not crazy for Lithgow to be the spokesman because, hello. hey, do we ever think Alan Thicke was going to be doing what he's doing? Oh, oh, no. Do you do a Thicke? No, I mean, I mean, I think I've tried to, but it's just Mike. But that's <laughs> yeah, Mike Seaver. Yeah, but it's. I mean, his. That's a special. That's a special timber. Jim Carrey can do a, a thick. Oh, that's right. Where did he do it? He on? did it on SNL. That's right. Wow. Yeah, I mean, well, that's that's the one when you find out the go- like the gems that people do right. in, in only those weird situations. It's, yep. it's so weird because like you look at Jim Carrey when he hosted SNL and yep. he does and he, and he does a thick and you're like, oh my god, he's so good, and you almost forget like, oh right. But that's how he got fucking popular. Like, because for some people, they didn't grow up with him in in Living Color. Like, they wait. That's how Jim Carrey got popular. Was doing an Alan Thicke? Yeah, very, very much so. You well, never. Uh, Ace, wait, his you know, audition for Ace Ventura was just an Alan Thicke monologue. <laughs> I was going to say you never saw his one man Broadway show, Thick on Thick. No. Wow. Painting it thick. No, <laughs> no, there was no Painted such thing. Thick. I mean, you sold me on it. Yeah, I'm trying. Thick, thick skin. Oh, even oh, better. Thick skin. Oh, that, and it's just it. about it's about that's his journey it. to Hollywood. Wow. wow. Do we have Alan Thick's number? <laughs> Is this possible? Can I tell you a quick story? I can probably get. Wow, dude. Wait. Okay. <laughs> a lot's going on in my head, man. Fucking first homies in space, and now this shit. Homeboys. All right. Well, Homeboys in homies. space. <laughs> Let's you sound like the white executive. <laughs> Guys, I can't tell you something. I'm into homies in space. <laughs> Guys, I'm into it. I like homies and I like space. We've got T-Bone and Jermaine. Like, dude, not even the... Ex- no, 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 it's just it's Steve and Mike, man. Oh. Why do you got to make it so black? You can call him Jermaine. Okay, don't <laughs> okay. slang up a name don't you made just me. drag out the consonants to make it more racist. I'm down, dog. <laughs> oh, nobody oh, says that. Oh, man. Yeah. Is that yeah. Randy Jackson Downward pitching? Downward dog? Are you a yoga instructor? Yeah, he's in it. Uh, no, but uh, uh, thick. I ran into him at the Game Show Network when I was um, meeting uh, some people there, maybe about hosting some stuff. And thick hosts a lot of Game Show stuff, mm-hmm. and we run into each other at the urinals. And I'm like, we're right next to each other. And as I've said on this podcast, I hate urinal small talk. All right, it's sure. happened to me way too much, and it always ends terribly for me. One time, a guy looked at me and was like, "Hey, man, is it me or are these urinals too big?" And I was like, <laughs> "Let's not do this." Right, trying to put the kibosh on, it. and he goes, "It's probably." Hey, man, can you read the screenplay? Wait, what? 
<laughs> Wait, I thought that's how movies got made here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it's just the worst. But thick, I'm right next to thick, and I just, I, I'm like, say something, man, say something. So we're just side by side of the urinal, and uh, for whatever reason, I like leaned back, and I saw in my periphery him kind of like maybe think that my lean back was in, an invitation to like share a glance and exchange some dialogue. And so he looks over and goes, hey. And I went, hey, man. And then that was it. I, did, I couldn't think of what to follow up hey, man, with. And you have a finite amount of time when you're that close and your dicks are out to keep the conversation going. And as soon as and before like two, you knew it, I heard zip. <laughs> and that was me it's zipping a up his zipper. Wonder Years monologue. That was me zipping up his zipper. No, uh, Wonder Years monologue. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. And then before I knew it, I heard zip. Wow, Casey Kasem doing Kevin Arnold, <laughs> doing Daniel Stern. <laughs> oh my God. This is like before I knew it. I heard Zip. Case, what, what if it was down to Casey Kasem and Daniel Stern for the voice of Kevin Arnold? Guys, yeah. Oh man, it's I don't know if I can do a Kasem this late. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's well, an early morning guy. He is. No, we've been on set since first thing this morning. That's the thing that I have. You really, dude, going you're on the road. Man. Thanks for being no, here. dude. I love you guys. The thing is, what I realize about when I do the stand up on the road, there's mm-hmm. certain impressions that I can't do at night if yeah, I'm done press in the morning because your voice is just so tired. Oh, yeah, dude. Really? Yeah. Like, so, like, like um, and you don't have to do it on When I was younger, it, I could do late at night, Gilbert but... Godfrey pretty well. Oh, well and that's as I've gotten older, yeah. so that's... it's so, yeah, it's just really stressful. It's really high. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so, what, what, what impression does uh, that you can do all the time? I mean, just. Uh, I can do like Tom Hanks. I can do most of them, but Casey Kasem has that kind of, it's a weird pitch. And it, you know, but it's like, yeah. it's just and if your voice is tired and exa- Yeah, you just you can't. Hear it. You just just can't keep your it. head in the clouds. So, 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 something in the stars. Wait, wait, you were about to try it. Please try it, Brad. Do it up. I can't hear you until you do it. Keep your head in the clouds. And your, wait, keep your feet on the ground. And your head in the stars. I'm Casey Kasem. <laughs> He's got three. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> Building a resume <laughs> with, with Brad, with Brad, Brad, Adam, and Jonathan. He was He's the on be- the phone. He's on the phone. Well, he has that, yeah, yeah, real sort of, or yeah, voice uh, that goes up and down. That's unbelievable. You know what's great? Uh, what I can hear in that too, and and I think what's uh, there's almost I can hear the way like how you do Giamatti. I can start to hear pieces of that towards the in the. Is there is this, is the same vocal like? Um, my Rush Limbaugh and my Seth Rogen used to sound very eerily Because you're accessing different parts. Yeah. Once you figure out, like, okay, d- doing this with my throat and my voice gets me to that guy. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, if that guy sounds similar, then I'm at least going to use the same starting point. Yeah, right? that's right. That Well, you try to figure out who sounds in your range, like where you can do, where there's just some guys. Rush that, Limbaugh and Rogen are similar? Yeah, they're like, uh, you know, because they, they're both kind of... Well, the thing about Rush is his str- throat has gotten really strained from all the OxyContin stuff that he did. Like it, yeah, really, and it, that's you not even tell. a joke. That's I'm like, not even yeah. kidding you. If you listen My to friends. him, yeah, he used to be, like when you would even hear people impersonate him like years ago, he had a much gruffer, but now it's it's much higher pitched because he's, he's talking all the time on the radio. <laughs> and it's like, it's a thinner, it is. It's like, a, he, yeah. you can just tell. Now, Guys like him who've been talking so much. Uh, not to go back to Casey Kasem, but have you ever heard his rant when he loses it? Oh, my God. No. Is he going to play it? Yes, I am. Let me just say that these are some of the best videos. Like, as much as I feel bad for as much as that Christian Bale shit, it's like, you know, one the moment. The Bill O'Reilly. The Bill O'Reilly. The oh, Chris Berman one. Have you seen the oh, Chris Berman one? Insane. That's one of the best because we never see sports guys lose it. No. Especially of that magnitude. Berman. I mean, one of the kings of ESPN. Just. And also, when I saw that, I go. Of course you're that guy, man. Yeah. Because we, I knew that just by looking at him. He, he looks like the guy who, he doesn't have kids, but he like, 
that he, he comes, knows of. He comes <laughs> over. He comes over to like you know Alan Thick's place, and now and Thick's got his kids, and he like shows up maybe, and Thick's like, "Oh, you're a good buddy of mine. I'm gonna let you in." And then he drinks like he's like, "I just he's got already got a beer with him," and Thick's like, "You can have like a couple more, and like I'll shoot the shit with you." But Berman ends up like passing out there. Berman winds up going into the hundred-year-old uh, scotch that no one was supposed to touch. In the back fridge. Yeah, that he goes like, into the garage. And, and did you just light up the grill? Chris? And he, <laughs> he opens the garage door to begin. But wait, the fridge. That's is the right, name of the scotch. Wait, wait. Light, light the grill. The, light up the grill. The fridge is right. The fridge meats. is right next to the the when you open the door from the house to the garage. The fridge is right there. But he opens the door and presses the garage door to open because he thinks he has to do that to then open the fridge because. He's that fucked up. He's just like, oh my God. Yeah, and this is one of the stories Thick tells in <laughs> Thick, skin. Thick Skin. Coming to Broadway next fall. And now. There's, there are radio commercials for it. <laughs> There's got to <laughs> be. That's the budget. <laughs> Wait, who's in, who else is in the cast? I was about to do a preview for it. I, I, yeah, I don't really do a Kirk this Cameron impression. This fall. God, Kirk Cameron, who does? Uh, you do, I bet you do, um, I bet you do uh, John Travolta. I mean, welcome back, Carter, a little bit, but like... But as, as Mike Seaver, <laughs> like, oh, you have all God. these celebrities that yeah. are playing. <laughs> John Travolta as, as Vinny Barbarino as, as Mike Seaver. <laughs> hey, Dad, you're always coming down on me for staying out too late. I'm just trying to be a high school kid. Mike? <laughs> what an impression Jeff that was. Bridges as Alan Thicke. Uh, who, yeah, man. I just I want to be a good dad, man. <laughs> Oh my God! Jeff Bridges is working like crazy he's, <laughs> in he's, our world. He's listening to this podcast, being he's like, like, "I don't get I that got, much work." He's yeah, yeah. like, "What am I doing there at the podcast, man? I'm out here in uh, you know, Joshua Tree, uh, uh, finding the snake with no name." Oh, <laughs> what is he doing? Oh. All, right. All right, what do you want to play? Now this, this is Casey Kasem because. People didn't realize Casey did uh, top 40s for like literally the entire country, so he would have to do the call signs for every city that he that he was in and have oh to do and, ha- and have to do these shows. So he would spend long hours in the booth, and he got kind of tired one day, and uh, he sort of lost it on one of his producers when he was coming out of an up tempo record, and then had to do a, a dedication to a dying dog. Well, what year is this? This is. This sounds like a. This does not sound real. What no, we're about to listen to. This sounds like a pitch. Have you been this excited in a long time no, in I'm your like, real life? Look at my face. Like sincerely, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like right now Here ready for this. This is this is this is this is Casey Kasem losing his shit. Distance dedication, and this one is about kids and pets and a situation that we can all understand, whether we have kids or pets or neither. It's from a man in Cincinnati, Ohio, and here's what he writes: Dear Casey, this may seem to be a strange dedication request, but I'm quite sincere, and it'll mean a lot if you play it. Wow! Recently, there was a death in our family. Oh God! He was a little dog named Snuckles. Snuckles. He was most certainly a part of. Let's go start again. You can I'll hear him. Out of the record. Play the record, okay? <laughs> you can hear him. Please. He's that friendly. <laughs> See, when you come out of those up tempo goddamn numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions. And then you got to go into somebody dying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for, but goddamn it, if we can't come out of a slow record, I don't understand it. Is down on the phone. <laughs> Okay, I want a goddamn concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a fucking up-tempo record every time I do a goddamn death dedication. <laughs> now, make it, and I also want to know what happened to the pictures I was supposed to see this week. 
This a god last goddamn time. I want somebody to use his fucking brain to not come out of a goddamn record that is uh, that, that's up tempo, and I got to talk about a fucking dog dying. <laughs> And why was there no balsamic on my chicken Caesar wrap? Guys, yeah, my, I, I, my favorite part of that whole thing is that he randomly just goes, he's done on the phone. <laughs> like someone's like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, right when you started well, talking. What year was that? I, I have no idea. 89. Well, that's the thing. Sure. It's like he clearly didn't read the copy. You, know, you could hear him. It's subtle, but you can hear him read the copy and realize I'm doing a fucking dead dog dedication. Yeah. And then that's when he f- slips it. Because like you could tell they're just giving him copy to read. He hasn't seen any of it before. He didn't yeah. prep emotionally. No. You no. can't come out of Bell Biv DeVoe's poison <laughs> into... To talk about a dog that was well, Snuggles passed away last week <laughs> from a cardiac arrest. No, Snuggles passed away. Guess what? The shit he ate was poison. Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Never tried to do that. No, Hold on. Get it. Wait, I got it. Hold on. No, no, no. no, no, no you do it. No, no. Better, we got it. We got it. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 they play him out from like a dog 21 gun salute through Belle Biv DeVoe. <laughs> I mean, but that. Until then, Snuggles is just going to have to snuggle up to his blanket in doggy heaven. <laughs> Until then, I'm going to snuggle up with his gun. <laughs> Why do I gotta come out of a goddamn Bell Bib DeVoe record? <laughs> and then he just curses over the top over the top of this. It's the remix. They don't cut his mic. Can you imagine if this is goddamn shit? <laughs> Where were my photos? The one hour photo over at Kodak. I took a lot of dick pics and I've gotta mail those out. <laughs> Some trippy took the like Mulan or something. Guys, there was a lot of girl Mulan, boys. Uh, you said Mulan. <laughs> Listen, I went to Disney. I saw a little Chinese girl and I took a picture. <laughs> oh my Milan. Mulan and Milan. <laughs> Just the most racist old white rant. I got I gotta dedicate this out to my former dog Snuggles. <laughs> He unfortunately got a hold of some chocolate, and as we know, <laughs> chocolate for dogs is poison. Upcoming is Bell Bib DeVoe. Oh, wow. Wow. Bradstone Radio. That I was, was going to say, that was smooth, bro. They that need was, you writing the copy. Yeah. <laughs> that was the copy right I there. I love also, too, did you hear when he goes, dogs, wait, when he goes, sometimes people love pets or chocolate or neither. What did he say about, he's, oh, kids, kids. Yeah, with, kids. He, he was like, like, he was comparing it to like family yeah. and, and pets. Some, yeah. some people have kids. Some people have pets. Some people have neither. Yeah, and some people live alone. Yeah, shots fired at a couple of his like buddies. I know you. Some people in this office live alone. Rick, <laughs> Scott Davison, my engineer, who can't bring a warm coffee on time. Social security number three eight two. Some people have kids. Some people have pets. Some people go to bed hugging a shotgun every night. <laughs> some people. Some people have kids, and some people are barren. Oh, my Marcy. God. Marcy. Listen, I don't know why my wife won't let me off the hook. Some of my swimmers just don't go. Yeah. Some people have a lot of radiation on their cock. I'm surrounded by microphones all goddamn day. Dude, How do you expect me to be fertile? If they hadn't... Dude, that's a great, like... I don't know. You, did you ever see that movie with Ryan Reynolds called Buried? 
<laughs> Wait, what? No, but I, heard, I honestly, I saw the the poster made me want to see it, and it's then a, I didn't get to see it. it, it what, was it's, it? what was it? It's eighty minutes of him. Uh, he underground. Uh, yeah, right? I think it's oh. in like like Afghanistan type scenario where he gets is this like uh, a, is kidnapped. This like, and buried alive. This is and like his version of 127 hours. It's like, well, yeah, fucking, can I be fucking Franco can do it. It's way better, dude. <laughs> he really? chose and it came out before. Shit. He it was it just him in this coffin, like locked in this coffin, dude. And it wow. was riveting. Reynolds, I don't know why it's not more talked about, but um my point was that <laughs> what was I talking about before that? <laughs> I don't know. You were talking about Casey Kasem and Barry. Oh, okay. Let's let's fall that meltdown, a case of meltdown, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you could see, like, if they would just like, if he started to like lose it. Let's say that happened at like ten a.m. and they go, he, and he's like, let's say he's here till six. You let him stay on the air, and you go, look, we're firing him, but like, let him just. If he was committed to like losing his mind on the air, and he did it all day, so everything we were just joking about actually happened. But they were just like, "Fuck <laughs> it, like let him say it, let's air it." Why not? We're never going to cut to commercial because we're just going to let him do the commercials, like and just dogging on everybody and making personal callouts like that. And like if they had like taped the whole thing, and then you just get personal accounts from that day and make a documentary. <laughs> so like, oh, so like a VH1. V, v, so it's like you see... VH1 behind the music when Kasem went crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's, was that's that funny. Find a radio guy other than Stern that's as highly revered and like had a yeah. career that was that long, right? Don Imus. Yeah. No, yeah. no. He, <laughs> he was canned. <laughs> Katie Couric. <laughs> before the Today Show. Oh, yeah. What about, uh, well, Limbaugh. Yeah, Limbo. Yeah, some of these guys have been on the radio for a long You're time. Right. Yeah, no, no, right. no. But but he was beloved. Yeah. I mean, Howard is beloved, but not the way in a different way than Casey Kasem. Was Kasem beloved. was the voice of Shaggy, for God's sake. He was. Was he really? Yeah, yeah. he was. Yeah. Wow. Zoink Scoob. <laughs> Number one. No, but but he Shaggy. And, here's and a Scooby snack from and, 1979. <laughs> It's a bit stale. <laughs> Blowing the dust off a Scooby Snack from 1979. Why Why are these Scooby Snacks stale? I wanted new Scooby Snacks. Is Don on the phone? Get Don over here. That's the name of the documentary, is Don on the phone. <laughs> or where are my pictures? Where, where, are, my, where are my pictures of, of Mulan Milan? <laughs> of Mulan Milan, just... Lady Boy Cox. <laughs> wait, that's what... Wait, what? Wait. Kasem. I've got, I've got the pictures right here. <laughs> Jeff, how long have you been in the booth? <laughs> how long as you tell me, man? I've been here since, uh, I think since, uh, man, what, what, what year is it, man? You know what? And I, I, I feel so bad for doing this to you, but uh, we have to bump you for a guest that just showed up who's way more important. Well, here's the thing. There's been a lot. Yeah, and I should have told you before you came in, but yeah. right now we're, we're getting heavily into the political uh Time of the year, yeah, okay. yeah. There's a lot of debates going on, huge, and, and, uh, this, and we love, we love, we love you, John. You're but, the best. Um, but if you don't mind scooting over, so that uh, our friend Donald could sit in for a sec, uh, Mr. Trump, it is an honor to have you here. Thank you for carving out a, a, a little bit of your schedule. Uh, thank you so much for having me. This is a luxurious studio. You can't tell that I'm totally, totally sarcastic. This place is a dump. <laughs> I wouldn't even take a crap here, but I could because I'm an American, so I could. Well, I'm 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 sorry I'm sorry, Donald, but I mean you know we had some candles for you. That's nice, right? Uh, I've got to keep my hair away from these candles because it'll go up like the burning bush. It's made of fifty percent yak and fifty percent IKEA horse meatballs. All right. Oh, well, 
uh, Donald, oh, well, you, you, you just had a great political campaign stop where you sold out a football stadium in, in Alabama. How was that for you? Uh, let me tell you something right now. There's a lot of people there who didn't, uh, didn't pay. Those were illegals. <laughs> This is what I call that. You have to pay if you want to be by Trump. You just do. It's the American way. You've got a firm stance on illegal immigrants. I do. Uh, I say that uh, we outsource them. <laughs> if uh, we're going to bring in betters. These are lazy. Betters? Betters. That's what I call the Chinese. <laughs> betters. You know why? They're smaller hands. They're good with the electronics. That's the future. I should know. I'm a billionaire. I read a report that said you wanted to bring back Sega Game Gear. Sega game. Sonic the Hedgehog is my platform. <laughs> Tails will be my running mate. Oh my god! <laughs> when did, did dude? I, I I mean, I don't know if there's a better Trump out there. I and honestly, God, I just started working on it for that Periscope video. There's got to be a way that. I wish I didn't have the beard just so I could do a video of him. Right. Yeah. Because I can't do you Obama. Can't. Like, I do Obama. Your Obama's the, ridiculous. Do you do Obama? You no. sound like you can do him. I, I mean, I, is, I, I think my Obama might be other, ob- just, uh, um, here's the thing. That's pretty good. But, but it's, but it, you Listen. know, the, I, I think if you, the, I mean, as long as you do the stutter, then it's all right. Brad's got like four or five now. I didn't. <laughs> wow, dude. Uh, hello, Adam. <laughs> hello, Brad. Hello, America. Wow. Uh, I can't do this on camera because I am not half black. <laughs> Mr. Obama, uh, Mr. Obama, um, what do you have to say about Donald Trump's latest stance on bringing back Sega Game Gear? And uh, do you think that means that we will not see a resurgence of the Game Boy? Uh... Adam, it's a great question, and my administration has thought about it for long hours. I am more of an Atari Lynx guy uh, myself. Atari is the original, it's the American way uh, with the Pong. And uh, the thing about uh, being a president, you will have pitfalls, which is another game on Atari. Wow. Well done, If you didn't sir. have the beard, because I, I, I think SNL, they should get smart and go, hey, man, especially for this political shit. Like, I mean, Tina Fey wasn't a cast member anymore when she started doing Palin, right? Well, yeah. I, I wonder if um, Daryl Hammond's going to come back and do it, yeah. Trump, because he Cause did he, Trump forever yeah, he, when he was he on Trump. Trump. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so he'll probably, I, I mean, now he's not, say, doing, and he's not doing the Colonel anymore. <laughs> no, that's not Norm McDonald. What McDonald's. happened? Yeah, he got fired, and then yeah, they I know. brought in Norm McDonald. But why? Do you know why he got fired? Because that's a weird switch. Because there's no reason for that switch. There's no. I was like, it's are they like, just going to keep cycling through? Because KFC is established at this oh, point. God, there's I, no. There's there was, there was no uproar and backlash of people being like, that's. We, he's not a believable colonel. Cut yeah. to Norm- Horatio Sands. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? It's Garrett like, Morris. I'm waiting for the Garrett Morris colonel. Uh, hello. <laughs> do you do a Garrett Morris? I try to do my set sometimes. Where he's like. Um, uh, hello. He has like, uh, sort of a, this kind of voice. I can't tell if I'm doing also a Fat Albert character. <laughs> yeah, but, you probably are. I just um, think he sounds like a really smooth jazz singer. He is. He's got a great voice. Does he really? Does. Yeah, classically trained opera singer. Wow. Elliot Gould said that, she, that, he w- that he wouldn't do the show unless they let Garrett sing a song. So they did. 
Really? That's yeah. unbelievable. Amazing. So, we, we, okay, we skipped over. We went on a, yeah. a, a glorious tangent of all sorts of adventures. <laughs> yeah. But the biggest difference is from season five to season one of yeah. Two Broke Girls. Wow, oh, that yeah. was like a 35-minute tangent. Right? But awesome. I, I'm glad I just remembered no, that because yeah. that was, I, you know. I, you know, I appreciate You know, the thing is what we're trying to do, and I think it's very hard, is to keep them broke but believable. Because it's like the moment, it's, it's like the, the, the show, um, The Fugitive. Mm-hmm. He's looking for the one-armed man the whole time. Right. So, like, they can, you know, to kind of have the ups and downs as they get older, because, you know, with any small business that has uh, some a modicum of success, they're going to have wins. Like, they can't lose all the time. Right. So, to have them come to, right to that border and then kind of pull back a little bit and have them keep going and pull back a little bit, it, I think it's a very delicate storytelling. Well, well sure, because if you have them make it and then become two rich girls, then why are we watching the show? Because yeah, they won. Right, right. That's, um, that would, that, what was that show? There was uh, Nicole Richie and... Uh, Simple Life. Simple Life. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, and they can't ever... Uh, but the highs and lows is what the... It's, I mean, what your bank... I mean, you have... They can't just stay poor the whole time because no, you want right. to see you want to see them yeah, succeed. So you, it's a very, it's a very fine line, and so the relationships have really developed. I mean, you know, um, uh, Jennifer Coolidge's character and my character got married last season. Yeah, that was great. Um, yeah, thanks. It was super fun, and then we're trying to have a baby this year on the show. Shut up. That's like what the first three episodes are about. That's awesome. It's it is that, so I feel funny. Like it's just hey, that's a great storyline. But you don't see that on TV. You don't, dude. You like what happens is one of the characters, one of the actresses in life gets pregnant. So then they yeah. have to like write pregnancy into the storyline. Sure, yeah. And so for us, I think I don't. I mean, I haven't asked, but I, I feel like that's was gonna be that's gonna be our arc for the year. So yeah, because it's I really mean, funny. I'm sure like the whole staff will kind of have a hand in helping. Yeah, which will be hilarious. Kid. Which we haven't had a baby since season one when they had Brad and Angelina, which were owned by. Um, Peach Landis, which was a Max um, Kat Dennings' other, uh, she had another job besides the diner before the cupcake business. She was a nanny, mm-hmm. so she had those two babies, Brad and Angelina, that she cared for. <laughs> oh shit! So like we had that. It was the babies. Yeah. I mean, there's so much fun in babies. It's a great idea, and also it's just the world that the show exists in for when, to have babies enter it is is. A great idea. Yeah, you you set up a, like this crazy kind of like mishmash like UN looking family. Fuck yeah, dude! <laughs> and then you have like this little thing now that everyone is like is sort of going to be responsible for, right? You know, and, and then you have to avoid uh, like with friends when some of them had kids and all and all of a sudden like the, the kids were there for a season and then after that the kids just gone. Yeah, and I don't, I don't <laughs> think that you know what's funny is they did that slowly. Mm-hmm. With Peach, but she wasn't a series regular. But yes. you're right, phasing kids in and out. Like people yeah. always talk about, they always say Mary Kay and Ashley Olsen. I'm like, they were the Michael Jordan of kid actors. They were yeah. so talented and so well behaved. That's why they were able to keep them the entire series. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they didn't. Ha- they, they didn't have that episode. It's like, hey, Michelle's going off to that boarding school in Japan, so we're not going to yeah. see her for eight years. Wait a minute, the plane crashed. <laughs> <laughs> How quick I, on a very special full house? Our death in the family. <laughs> How <laughs> Casey Kasem? Some people have. <laughs> some people wait. Some dude. people have families, and then your family's cut in half. <laughs> God damn it! We just did uh, build me a buttercup, and now I'm going to talk about this shit. Where are my photos? <laughs> He's down on the down phone. Down on the phone. <laughs> I, had fo- I had still photos of Little Mermaid. I, I when- still, who was a boy named Rodrigo. <laughs> Dude, you're, do, you, do you think about at this point your show after the show? 
Like, the, what, what is Jonathan Kite? Like, what's the next move? You know what I think? When we're talking you shouldn't about have earlier, to think about that yet. No, but, but I bet. You but you're, you're a very ambitious, creative oh, dude. thank you. So it's only natural that your head is going that way. I mean, I think about, like, the stories that I want to tell. And, um, you know, I, I saw a really cool movie last night called The Gift that Joel Edgerton wrote and yeah. directed, you know, and with Jason Bateman. Mm-hmm. And, oh, um, yeah. You know, it just I, came out. Yeah, it's cool. It's good. You should go see it. Bateman's um, the man. The, um, he's He's... Legend is fair to say because how many dudes can do comedy and drama, and because he's just a, I put him in the world of Robin Williams types type actors where he just can do both. I mean, he's obviously skill set comedically are different, but as far as like being able to live in both worlds. Exceptional. He, he's been around since the Hogan family, which was the sitcom he was on. Wow, and he was he was Teen Wolf too. Oh, he was the boxing werewolf. Get the fuck out. Yeah, he was. It's so. So he's been around for so many years. Um, I heard a guy do a Bateman impression the other day. <sighs> Spot on. Really? Yeah. Wow. I, um, so now, so like, like now, can you hear him do that? Uh, he, can you hear another impressionist doing and go like, okay, that's what I need to do. Sometimes, I mean, I think like I, you know. I think like with you too, you're so great at like like hearing your Robert Downey Jr. I'd like never really heard somebody do Robert Downey. So it's like I think a lot of the impressions that I have done. I mean, I guess I haven't even considered doing a Bateman impression. When you start, when you have started with any of your impressions, is it come from you just straight up listening to the person and then just trying, or is it like I usually have to learn them for an audition? But That's like, a, but do you hear it? Like, do you like um, the first time you did like a uh, George Bush? Did you go? Yeah. Did you hear Carvey's, or did you just go? Oh, I'm going to try it on my own first. Well, I think when I was younger, I heard Carvey, but yeah. I think like nowadays, like I think I was doing something for like for Vince Vaughn, I auditioned, yeah, and then they were like, you, you know, what do you have? And I, you know, I think I told this story before, but I lied. I was like, I can do Vince Vaughn, and like I thought I'd have a month to learn it. And they're like, great, come back Monday, and it was like Friday <laughs> afternoon. Oh God! So I sat and watched three Fred days Claus. to learn Vaughn. I was I watched Fred Claus. I swear, I, I, I wore out the DVD. <laughs> like I just watched him bitching out that little girl in the beginning. Was the Repo Man at Christmas? Right. That's how I learned the impression. So wow. is it just like a, a classic Vaughn monologue? Is oh, it? it's just him taking the piss out of this girl on Christmas, like repoing her prized her gifts because he can. And it's <laughs> so him being great. and him being satisfied with it, being like, you know what, this is all right. Your dad should have afforded this. Like, and, he, and he's charismatic about it. Oh, yeah. At some point, I think Vince, like I think Vince has gotten to the point in his career where in the script it it it, it just says Vince Vaughn does a Vince Vaughn thing. Totally, you're, you're vaunting it. I think yeah. you're probably right. Vaunting it sounds like a great yeah. sitcom. But you know, with the with the with the Bateman, I don't know. Like, I never really, um, I never thought about doing him. Or you 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 try to think of people that um, people will know. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's like you can do. I don't know, like who's out there now. Like, it's so hard to learn our generation's <clears throat> impressions. I mean, like, yeah, what are you gonna do? Gosling uh, or Jake Gyllenhaal? Josh Gad? Like, who would? You, I mean, yeah, there's there's so there's only like Rogan, and then maybe I, I've thought about doing a. Um, James Franco, because I could hear that there's like probably Ooh, something in there. Probably. What about um, like Zac Efron? Um, yeah, I mean, but like what? But they've got to be like Miley Cyrus. Like she has an impressionable voice. Yes, but uh, with an is, accent, which is one of Brad's. Right. Uh, Wait, what? <laughs> haven't you done Miley before? You've done it on this podcast. I know you have. Have I done Miley? Dude, you got more. Right. Well, surprises. This, might just be a, this might just be a Nike dream in my head. Well, no, I, 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 I think it was. You know I, what I it think, is? I, I You've think, done it. I think it's you just, got a pot dream. It's just, it's just nasally. Oh, my God. Really cool. Wait, yeah. Wow. Is no, that Miley? No, not at no? all. No? What the yeah. fuck is Miley? If you could please leave my apartment. That'd I don't be... think I've ever done Miley before. No, I think you're going to put me on the yeah, spot with that one. But just, you know, just really, 
Because when I do it, I, yeah, I, that's I just think of that girl from SNL, and yeah. then she just does it like that. Oh, my God. It's right? really cool. Just super nasally yeah. and, yeah. like, lips forward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Always making a duck face selfie. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, somebody like that who the voice is impressionable, but also, like, penetrated the pop culture world enough what about, to wear. What about Justin Timberlake? I bet you could do one of him. I mean, but I think mine would be like almost like a caricature of it, where it's just like you know, like. But uh, you start though that I'll tell you when I first did Tom Hanks, it started as a caricature because the thing is like you gotta, you gotta like find it for me like like push a wall yeah, and then at least you know you can keep hitting that wall and then you slowly pull back from hitting that wall. Like my Timberlake would just be like, hey, hey, JC Shazans, when you, do- <laughs> <laughs> oh god, hey, hey, hey what up, everybody? My name Justin Timberlake. That's him hey, as <laughs> did he lose his hearing? <laughs> Hey, my name doesn't yo, seem like. He has that really hey, like. Yeah, he has yo, yo, he has that right. whisper. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, he's so like, yo, like, really, dog? He's got dog. A, and he always has that like. Yeah. yeah. And he's got not, oh, like, I don't really white, do one. white affected. That's right. He's like, ow, ow. Yeah, yeah maybe, right. maybe, yeah, maybe that's how you, yeah. Like, that's why you could do it. Where sing talky like, a lot. Yo, yeah. Yo, dog, like for real, dog? Like for real. Yeah, like there's something in there. Yeah. But he's like the only guy. But then, then you think like older people don't know what he sounds like, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's that, that that I think is the difficult thing, but um, I don't know. I mean, to, to back what I was saying about the the movie, The Gift, I, like I want to make. I'm trying to. I mean, listen, I would love to be on another show. I mean, depending on what happens, because yeah. shows are the dream. I mean, you get to do the them schedule. Forever. Really is incredible. incredible. Like uh, you know, it was just with Brent in New York when he was doing his hour special. Uh, yep. Brent Moore, and yeah, he yeah. Was just talking about the sitcom. I was just like, because you know they're about to do a third season, and I was like. That's it just the works, the, the schedule of the week. I mean, it just sounds because it's, I mean, for people that don't know it, I mean, you come in on Monday, right? Table read. Table read. Mm-hmm. Then uh, you do a rehearsal. If it's Monday through Friday, you go table read Monday, Wednesday. I'm sorry, Tuesday and Wednesday is rehearsal. Thursday is pre shoots. Friday is tape. Saturday is drinky. Sunday is God's day. Monday you table read. And the thing is, like, we'll do three in a row, which yeah. we're on tomorrow. We shoot our third in a row. Awesome. And then you get a break. Mm-hmm. But then. We do three more in a row, then you get a break. Then we're only two in a row and a break. Wow. So, and when you have the summer, like it's, you know, I have no idea if we're coming back next year, but, you know, that's the cool thing about a sitcom is you know the work is waiting for you. So you right. can really explore, you know. So you want to tell, tell some cool stories? You want to, I mean, whether it's show or, or movie, I mean, are you writing stuff or is it? I'm trying to, you know what's funny is um, there's a weird thing when you're like, that I found pitching movies now there's only two types of films there's like independent films which that mm-hmm. falls under a lot of categories I mean like sure. the gift is it's a studio but it's like an independent or there is the Avengers yeah. and there's no in between there's like, like huge popcorn and then there's like no one's heard of this but eight people will like it and it will win an Academy it's a Sundance award. darling yeah I mean that's really what it is now and then there isn't any film being made for 50 million dollars it's being made you know for like one to five million mm-hmm. or for 200 million and that's it <laughs> yeah. so you got to find something that really makes I mean I'm I'm trying to write stuff that makes sense for me that also is like fiscally responsible so yeah. that someone will look, laugh in my face and yeah. be like dude I don't have 10 million to throw this because those movies don't really exist anymore so um, I have a, I have a ton of ideas that I'm like slowly kind of beating out, and I had this one about being Jewish and uh, good good start. Yeah, well, it's about a guy who's not, you know, who oh. he's like sorta. And uh, but the funny thing was it's like a plot you, of thick skin. <laughs> that, oh well, it's, we tried it as a one man show on Broadway. Well, yeah. it's 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 Alan Thick dealing with the struggles of Hollywood, but also the fact that he's not circumcised. Well, spoiler alert. Oops, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, All right, man. those six people that bought tickets, I'll refund your money. That's not a, a bookmark in your program. 
<laughs> it's foreskin. <laughs> um, the thick skin. Uh, so, That's what he says before he walks out of the theater. And they're like, was Mike? that the end of the show? Yeah. <laughs> oh. That's foreskin in your book. <laughs> what are we doing? We're doing. Hi, I'm Alan Thick from NyQuil. Oh my God. Well, I'm trying to work on it Timberlake because I have this new joke to, about yeah. R&B singers that are white, yeah. and I do Sam Smith. And right. so, do you really? Yeah. And so um, I do, uh, I'm trying to do Adam Levine and I'm trying to do Justin Timberlake too. Yeah, man. So, like, oh, because I'm doing colleges now. I was just going to say. And they understand that, that like, you know. Yeah, I think you talked about this that. last time the amount of, like, impressions you have to chop because you can't do Nicolas Cage. Or you can. He, him and, like, Wahlberg do okay. But Tom Hanks, mm-hmm. they know him as Woody from Toy Story. Wow. It's like, yeah, the they, college kid generation. So you can't even say, like, remember Splash? Yeah, yeah. Um, Joe versus the volcano. Big. Remember Burbs? You can't say that in many rooms. Joe versus the volcano. <laughs> <laughs> but the Burbs is my favorite. Yeah. My, I learned the impression probably from the Burbs when he was just like, you know, he's like, take me to the hospital <laughs> at the end. You know, that's like my but that's favorite. When he, but that's when he was like extra. That's when he was the caricature of Tom Hanks. He totally was. Because now he, he now he's a little more grovelly. But like, yeah, back then that's when he was doing that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, he was. What about Turner and Hooch? Oh, I mean, oh, legend. They don't know what that is. They, no, you don't know Turner and Hooch, you kids. They're like, my dad says Hooch. That means beer, right? <laughs> that's, you know, they're remaking so much shit. Like that seems Skyler. like a brilliant movie to remake. They made so. Remember when they're doing like K nine? They were making so many. Dog movies. Well, Beethoven and Beethoven Second, which I will never make fun of. No. A because of Charles Grodin. I was Charles D. Grodin is a sponsor of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Charles Grodin jams. Jams. Yeah, man. He, dude, he, That's he what buy, he's doing. He packages them himself. He he tried to buy Smuckers, and they were like, "Dude, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are?" And he goes, "I'm Charles fucking Grodin." <laughs> and they go, "All right, man. We're is that maybe your business hear, card? Yeah. <laughs> it is. Wait, who are you? You tell me." <laughs> Buddy. You're Charles fucking Grodin? Yeah. Would you? Wow. Yeah, yeah. I play him. I don't know why I do him like uh, Clint Eastwood. <laughs> I'm Charles fucking Grodin. <laughs> He's only hey, got a toothpick, gum, and a cigarette. <laughs> get off my lawn. I don't even smoke. <laughs> Wait, unless get off I'm my smelling lawn. jams. Yeah. Wait, you know who that was? That was Harrison Ford. <laughs> as the old man who like takes your baseball. No, but get off my lawn. Get off my plane. That's what it is. Wait, it's get off my lawn in in the Sandlot Six oh. when the kids just are constantly they're leaving all their equipment on Ford's lawn, which is the name of the field. Ford's lawn. <laughs> oh my god! Get off my lawn! Get off my lawn! A little seven-year-old kid. Get off my lawn. That's the whole thing. He was, he picks up a baseball. I'm keeping this. Get off my lawn. Wait, he just goes on the whole scene picking up all their shit. I'm keeping this. I'm keeping this. And I'm keeping this. And then there's a snake, and he picks up, and he goes, I hate snakes, Dad. <laughs> I'm not keeping this. Oh, that's the snake with no name. <laughs> Jeff Bridges, you're in the movie? Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Jeff Bridges is living the documentary Call Back and the go- Life. And it goes to credits. And <laughs> Timber- call, back, call Back the Life. Call Back the Life. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, he just shows up in everything from here on out for the next 10 years. It's always a callback so. to something he did before. <laughs> on, whether it's commercial, TV uh, show, just, or movie. Just, yeah. It's just the thing he did before that. He calls back his, his drugs. <laughs> he just calls back his drug trips. No one knows it's a callback. He has to go, hashtag callback. <laughs> He's not on Twitter. He doesn't know why people say that. 
I'm pretty sure <laughs> he thinks he made up hashtag callback, but doesn't get the reference. Twitter, I got a lot of birds. <laughs> it's how I mail a letter, man. I don't trust people. I'm pretty sure that's how the script from R.I.P.D. was written. Oh my! Well, when he played um the same character that he played in True Grit. Yeah, but yeah, now as a future a cowboy, as a gruffly cowboy voice, <laughs> that was unbelievable. R.I.P.D. Yeah. It was Men True, in Black. True Grit. Oh, she was so What's good. What's NYPD? Blue? No, no. With Jeff R. Bridges? R.I.P.D. R. R. Do, you, do you not know about this movie? It's no. a David Caruso. <laughs> no, R.I.P.D. Oh, was my like, God. It was like the... the it was the uh, Men in Black meets True Grit. Yeah. So, basically... Uh, I mean, you had Ryan, Men in Black. Ryan Reynolds dies, and, but he's a cop, and he finds out that there's these... What, dead cops, I guess? Yeah, like these kind of like netherworld... Um, uh, like security, like policing the netherworld. Yeah, and, and it's Men in Black with ghosts instead of aliens. Except oh, that wow. Tommy Lee Jones character is Jeff Bridges, and the Will Smith character is, is Ryan, Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. And uh, Je- and Jeff Bridges is is also playing the same character that he was in tr- in. Yeah, True he's Rick. a cowboy. Yeah, I mean, is this movie on? <laughs> yes. Yeah, available. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, because nobody saw it in theaters. Oh, it got like a six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. But it's, I mean, you could see it visually it was probably cool. Yeah, and you got Jeff That Bridges was one of the reviews. Guns. That was one of the reviews. <laughs> visually, it was probably cool. That was all right. And that was Ryan CNN. Reynolds who posted yeah. that. Yeah. Visually, it was probably cool. I nice, think, yeah. I, I think that's one of those movies, R.I.P.D., that they came up with a title and then wrote the script. Oh, I think you're absolutely right. That's like, a great well, call. Uh, what's it? Because, uh, uh, like, P.D., people like cop movies, well, right? Let me tell you what happens, guys. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna puff at this pipe and then I'm gonna <laughs> shoo the ghosts out of this room. <laughs> what do we call that? Uh, I don't know. He he was he's like he's just he's he's at the urinal <laughs> with with, a, with an American spirit in and he's just like I don't know. R I P. He looks down and he says D sees his dick. <laughs> the old Jeff Bridges D. <laughs> That's a bridge. Um, many, that's a that's a bridge many women have crossed. Uh, Mr. Bridges, we can't call the movie Jeff Bridges D. Well, then I'm out. <laughs> he just doesn't wash his hands. He walks out of Sony, and they never saw him again. And it's just one long shot that just follows him for 45 minutes. Jeff Bridges, by the way, is the living thing of Sam Elliott from The Big Lebowski. He's just narrating lives. Him and Morgan Freeman, man. You do that is. Narrating the movie. Yeah. <laughs> that is. Why is this not a movie? Oh, no, it's the three of them. Oh my god! And so Sam Elliott, Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman, and Jeff Bridges, Jeff Bridges, and Donald Trump. <laughs> I would do it the most luxurious way possible because I'm legal. Listen, I uh, I didn't have to tell you that I wasn't going to vote for Trump that day. I I didn't have to tell you that I that I wasn't going to vote for Hillary Clinton. I'm voting for Dana Carvey. And I'll vote for Dana Carvey because it reminds me of a song from 1994. Seals Kiss from a Rose from Batman Forever. (laughs) Trump covers the hits. He he covered his head. Now he covers the hits. Oh my God! That is that would be legend. Uh, uh, That girl's poison. Poison. Um, 
Donald, I, I hear you're a big fan of the Spice Girls. Oh, the hugest, huge. What was your favorite Spice Girls song? I don't sing them because they're not American. I'll tell you my favorite. Here's Justin Timberlake singing Wannabe. Tell me what I want, what I want to Guys, it's just case case. Don't, don't, don't turn up his mic. Turn up his ears. <laughs> turn up his Oh, God. Oh, my God. Um... <sighs> What have you guys been up to? <laughs> I mean, just been uh, just, just been waiting for you to get here, man. Get here, man. What? Uh, all right, we we could do two. We could do two or three hour podcasts every time you come on, dude. I I lo- I am so glad. Every time I see you, I annoyingly hit you up. Like even if we just like as soon as you stop recording, yeah, I'm gonna be like, guys, when are we doing the podcast, <laughs> yeah, man? Well, we talked about when we ran into each other at the improv about doing and. A all when the Oscars, whether it's the Oscars or the Emmys, something that's heavily award filled, yeah. right? That's gets a lot of acclaim. Yeah, to where we would come on and just we're like Brad does Kane, maybe I do Danza, <laughs> and you do a slew of folks, and we just do our predictions, which is. Pretty amazing if it was like Bridges, Danza, and Kane just hanging out <laughs> oh. talking about their Oscar picks the whole time. I dude. love, by the way, that that Academy Award winner Michael Kane is here. Academy, Academy Award, Award winner, winner by, okay, an Academy Award winner, Jeff Bridges, nice and then Cable Ace nominee, <laughs> Tony Danza. Two-time Emmy nominee, Tony Danza. <laughs> nominated for Who's the Boss. I don't know if I was nominated for Taxi, but my show, the Tony Danza show, was nominated. I was also nominated for a Razzie, a Razzle, what is it? Anyway, <laughs> it was for uh, that ABC Family movie I did as the Garbage Man. Oh my god Remember that? God. Yeah, Tom Hanks remembers that I like that you said Oh my god, as Tom Hanks <laughs> Oh my god You were one of the six I remember You know, Tom I Hanks I was the avail you, Well, I got the film Because you couldn't do it well, you, I remember They told me that they, they said that we wanted Tom Hanks But he said Fuck no, no. I, <laughs> I said, guys I am past that In my career And I said I am ready for that In my career I'm my dad. That point. My dad was a garbage man. I like garbage men. The guy who who picked up Oscar on Sesame Street, that orange guy. I was a big fan of his. He only his heroes are all garbage men. <laughs> That's it. Sanitation workers. My sanitation workers. My heroes were garbage men and Barbara Streisand, but not in that order. And my heroes were not doing that film. <laughs> Well, see, and the big thing, see, Tom and I have been friends for a while. I remember I introduced you to Rita Wilson. You did? Yeah. And then I said, now that I made to help you meet your wife, could you get me a part on the Pacific? And you said, new phone, who dis? <laughs> oh, God. God. <laughs> oh my god Classic Hanks Classic Hanks <laughs> New phone Who this Is the name of his Autobiography You got it man When he's 85 And he doesn't give a fuck And he's like Or maybe when he's like 60 And he's just cut everybody off And Dude. he's like Loses his mind And he's like Yo I don't know anybody Oh really You think I'm like Hollywood's like Favorite actor yeah, Nicest the, guy Everyone's my friend Nicest guy New phone who this <laughs> You know what it is it's Dude easy. that's a one man show You could do It's Hanks dude That would be so You know what's funny about that? I love that Because you're right People think they know him That he's everyone's father right. To do the flip but side But it's so Yeah at some point It's gotta be like You know that people Are coming up to him And like doing all this stuff That he just He just He cracks Right, and it's just new phone. Who dis? <laughs> but he's still so likable. Loses, 
loses his shit on people. They're like, it's uh, yeah, it's Tom Sizemore. We or uh, I'm trying to think of somebody who worked. He worked with everyone, and I can't think of anybody. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, he, it's uh, it's uh, Gary Sinise. Yeah, well, he's like, it's Gary. Gary who? <laughs> yeah. Sinise. Come on, man. We did Apollo 13 together. I'm on CBS all the time. Gary Sinise who? <sighs> oh, Gary. I've got another call. Can I call you right back? Come on, man. I want to talk about doing Apollo 14. How did you get this number? <laughs> That's the sequel. <laughs> How did you get this number? He keeps changing his number. Oh, and he's not in the phone book. I love how you went with Apollo 13, by the way, instead of Forrest Gump with Percy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lieutenant wow. Dan. Yeah. Well, you know. Uh, wait, but has he ever played a bad guy? Has Tom Hanks ever played a bad guy? I don't think he's ever played a bad guy. The, um, what was it? The, uh, the, well, the, depends on whose side you were on in Charlie Wilson's War. <laughs> nice. Depends on if you were Hitler thought he was a bad guy. <laughs> Insane thing. No, I what was it? <laughs> What was you know? I just watched Sleepless in Seattle last night, oh. and I was in Seattle. My mom and I. I know you were. I yeah. always think of you when I don't see you. By the way, I swear. Because I yeah, I think you're yeah. in Seattle. Well, because uh, you posted an Instagram pic today about Seattle. Were yeah. you there this morning? I was on the needle. Yeah, I was there a couple hours ago. I really flew in. I walked in the door ten minutes before you got here. No, that's how much professional Adam Ray no, is. Yeah, we could have done it. We could have done it with those old phones that are in the in the seat in front of you. Those old Verizon phones. I tried to, man. You know what I did before I got on the plane? Brad FaceTimed me uh, from his. <laughs> I did from his Funky Dunk. No, from my Funky Duck. Do you What's know what a that funky is? duck? It, it's like a Segway, but doesn't have a handle on it. It's just oh, it's just two wheels. I tried to ride one of those yeah. shit face the other day. Oh yeah. Oh, real jackass moment. <laughs> Couldn't do it. Eight. I was shit faced. Yeah, <laughs> trying to get on that thing. Yeah, uh, it took me about five minutes to get it, but then I got a little cocky, and then uh, I was I, w- I was FaceTiming a friend, and I stepped off, but I kept my left foot on it, and just it went flying. I fell over, and someone has had the greatest moment in FaceTime history. Yeah, just oh. viral video opportunity <laughs> missed. Just seeing a dwarf go head over heels on a damn funky. What do you sure say? It's... What's your Homer Sim- What's your Homer Simpson? Oh, when you when a, when a dwarf falls off a funky dunk, funky dunk. What is it? But not gonna. I thought you were doing like an NBA Jam reference. <laughs> oh, funky, oh, funky dunk! Oh, funky dunk! <laughs> the opening of Thick Skin is Alan Thick on the phone with his nephew trying to get get it correct what it is. So you got a funky dunk, funky dunk, funky dunk. It's the whole first act. <laughs> it's a long show. So- there's four intermissions. <laughs> it's a Shakespearean. And there's and uh, here's how you know it's intermission. Thick just looks at the crowd and goes, I'll be back in a little bit. He looks and goes, I gotta take a piss. And then you meet him in the urinal. That's it. And go, hey. <laughs> oh my god. The intermissions are whenever he's done peeing. The show starting up again. <laughs> and the intermissions are whenever he wants. Yeah, yeah. He just like t- it could it's be called five, the fun. It could be gotta five, go. Five, it could be five minutes in. Not even gotta go. I got a bit of What did you say? Wait, so like you know how I'll when the intermission's done, <laughs> you know he's constantly <laughs> drinking water the whole time, and there's there's a waterfall in the background. The Entertainment Weekly says too many too many intermissions. <laughs> Entertainment Weekly said this is not a good use of water in California. <laughs> Variety says, how much pee does this guy have? (laughs) Yeah, um, Variety says, there was more intermission than show. (laughs) 
And you know how normally when an intermission's about to be done, they like blink the lights. Yeah, yeah. Instead, they just have a microphone on them, and you hear the pee when it starts to like go in and out because it's like start because it's like starting That's to stop. That's good. Or you hear the zip. Yeah, the zip on the microphone. <laughs> Oh, hey. That's, a humor. <laughs> That's the blink. He's just peeing on stage, but he won't look at the audience. They're like, when are they going to use that euro? There we go. He walks away and goes, I'll be right back. And then goes, as if he's doing footsteps walking away. There's a Foley guy who's like, who's doing like a horse. Like, like he's not horse and I, I see him. He's taking a dump. Why is Tom Hanks? I see him. Alan. Dump. <laughs> So Brad's on the Funky Dunk. So I'll say, you're on. <laughs> funky Dunk? Yeah, that's a funky, funky Duck. All right, oh, you're a on. Duck, a Funky Duck. Yeah, that's what it's called. And Got uh, it. yeah, they, they, they should pay us for this damn advertisement. I was just going to ask. Have you bought in toys? Bought in. Have you purchased? <laughs> <laughs> have, have, have you used the English language correctly? <laughs> this, this is also uh, a, uh, a uh, what is it, a, a Rosetta Stone commercial. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tony Danza. Have you bought a new book recently? Maybe a, a cookbook. You know, my friend Jeff Bridges just came out with a cookbook. Jeff, what's the go-to recipe in this book? Well, I gotta say squirrel. Because <laughs> they're abundant and they're easy to catch <laughs> with a gun. When you're picking up Jeff's new cookbook, you also might have... Yeah, I'll tell you the other thing I bought. In. I bought my best friend Michael Caine's new wine coaster. Yeah, that's right. Co- wine needs coasters, too. <laughs> that's right. When you have a good Pinot Grigio and you don't want to have it leave a ring on your table, you put down Michael Caine's wine coasters. It, it works for a Pinot Grigio. It works for a Sauvignon Blanc. It works for your bottle as long as it's bigger in a tangerine. And after I purchased my friend Michael Caine's wine coasters, I went over to my friend Arvidas Sabonis' house. <laughs> And got his futon covers. <laughs> Pop quiz, hot shot. Do you have an Arvidas? Hey, hey Arvidas. Whoa. Hello. <laughs> I do it as Andre the Giant. <laughs> Hello. Anybody want a peanut? I look back. I'm, in, I'm from Lithuania. <laughs> I, I'm a tie-dye Grateful Dead basketball shirts. <laughs> And after I've bought my friend Avita Sabonis's futon covers, I go to my friend Vladi Divac's house and get his GPS. <laughs> this is here me. Turn the left ear. <laughs> and my, after I've done my Vladi, after I, I flop. <laughs> most Vladi Divac GPSs double as Yakov Smirnov stand-up routines. In, in in Soviet Russia, GPS drive you. There it is. In Soviet <laughs> Russia, left turns you. <laughs> you know, I do a Vladi Divac joke on stage about GPS. I swear to you. That's incredible. I because swear. he has one. I, yeah. I know. That's where I got it from. Right. I said, I go, if you guys don't know who Vladi Divac, yeah. Vladi Divac is, he's like me if my face were a Salvador Dali clock. <laughs> that is the smartest joke you've ever said Great. on stage. <laughs> And then I do the face, and I go, and then I, and then I, but I didn't realize that he's like Chechnya, and I thought he was Russian. He's not. Yeah. What? He's, he's not. And so I said, I made a joke where I was like, you know, this is true. He used to smoke a pack of Reds a day. I go, if that's not a commitment to communism, I don't know what is. <laughs> but of course, he's he not. He did before he played hoops. He yes, smoked. He did. Yeah. There are little NBA secrets like that that come out where it's like Lamar Odom uh, ate. Uh, Candy. So much candy. What, yeah. What's his name, though? Um, Ron Artest, when he played for the Bulls, he mm-hmm. would go to a liquor store and he would drink a no fifth way. of Jack. No he admitted way. in an interview before the games. Wow. And then uh, Sean Kemp would conceive two kids. Hey, before hey, every, I, I love hey. it. Hey, 
Damn, hey, I like that. Hey, you love it. I saw you got a new Sonic shirt. Hey, I did. <laughs> I bought two of them. I almost bought you a Sonic's jacket when I was in Seattle because you know my brother Christ. lives up there. Yeah, there's this. Where's great... your brother live again? What part? Uh, Columbus Circle. That's not a thing. Okay, that's in New York City. <laughs> yeah, so your yeah. brother lives in Seattle, Seattle New York. <laughs> <laughs> it's really West New York, um, but I, I there's like this. It was an old school jacket, yo, the all green one with the um, very it was sharp starter. I think it was a starter, but I, but, I, but I swear to you, I was like knowing you, you have it. No, well, I've contemplated botaning it. Uh, botaning, Tony Danza. <laughs> I love how that. By the way, it was a Rosetta Stone for speaking Danza, that turned yeah. into Danza's, like just <clears throat> like oh, hawking his friend's goods. Yeah. <laughs> I did a bit, by the way, about Nick Nolte on Rosetta Stone calling Learn, Learn Noltish. Because you couldn't, I couldn't understand a word he was saying. Like you can't. The, no, like what was the movie? Um, uh, Blue Chips. Warrior. Oh. Warrior that yes. just came out. No, I'm And he was nominated for Academy Award for that. Yeah. I mean, he can talk, you know, it's like, Adam, I'm going to tell you, I'm fine. I'm fine. That's incredible. But he, you're just kind of, and then he's got to do those full speed. I love the movie The Good Thief. Wait, wait, wait. Could we go back to Nick Nolte? Because we, you did earlier, you did Donald Trump sings his favorite songs. Can you do Nick Nolte sings Chumbawamba's classic, I Get Knocked Down? I Get Knocked Down. I Get Up Again. Never going to get me down. I'll take it from here. It's me, Timberlake. I Get Knocked Down. I Get Up Again. I love how he gets progressively more deaf. <laughs> he starts hearing just fine. Timberlake, I swear to God, if you don't shut your fucking mouth, I'm going to shut it for you. All hey, right. nobody tells Timberlake what to do. Jesus. That was not, I wasn't even trying on that one. <laughs> I was going to say, no one tells you what to do because you can't hear them. You're not a great lip reader. Oh, God. Uh, hey, Justin, you need some help with that interpretation? What do you mean, Joey Fatone? <laughs> I was like, for a second, I was like, who? <laughs> who is that? Welcome back to Who's... Uh, yeah, is wh- that Fatone? No, what was the, what was the uh, original show? Um, uh, that's not a knife. <laughs> After that, it was going around... Oh, is it... Oh, wait, who's Belvedere? No, what was it? Yeah, yeah, who's Belvedere? Yeah, right. yeah. Is that Belvedere? Or is... is yeah, is but Belvedere? Wh- who, wh- who that in sync? <laughs> who that in sync? <laughs> That'd be the most ridiculous... Thing of all time. I wanted to ask because we were on the topic briefly, and then we got to wrap this up. Yeah, of, yeah. of Brad's um, um, segue with no arms. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what is it called, Adam? Uh, f- <laughs> but uh, fuck you. Uh, so, have you yet? Have you made purchases? Because I've been to your place. You got a great place. Thank you. But you don't. You you keep it. You keep it uh, spacious. I do. I'm not a. You're um, simple. I yeah. What I, are your toys? Have you gotten a fifth season? Will you get a hundred episode? Where you like? I'm gonna treat myself. You travel a lot. I do. And you love that. I feel like that's your toy. I'll tell you something crazy that I made a promise to myself. The season one, Beth and um, and Kat and I were just totally BSing. And uh, I don't own, I don't wear jewelry, nothing. But mm-hmm. I thought it would be nice to have a nice watch. And okay. so I said, like, the first season, if we go five years and we get syndication, I would buy a Rolex. Right. And so I was actually in Paris this summer, and I got this Rolex from 1998 that was the last year that they used the Zenith motor inside because they used Rolex motors after that but mm-hmm. this was the last of the original and um, I just was like you know I'm not even like a watch guy but I like 
I, I said, you know what, this, this, not that it means anything, not that it's like a, that you've made it or whatever, but it's like a nice thing to just say, like, you know, you treated yourself to that. Yeah. And it's a nice thing that I'll, that, that'll work forever, that I'll be able to pass on. Absolutely. To, um, you know, my children or, or, or whoever. And I, I, that was something that I, that I bought that I was, um, that it was cool. I just thought it was very, just because yeah. it was a promise that I'd made to myself that, because I, that I hoped the show would go. And then I was going to do is I was going to it was going to engrave Oleg on the uh, <laughs> I love you. I love him. I thought, I'm getting this fucking app. I thought at the end of that, you know, what I thought you were going to play, and I thought that was going to be a great way to go out was when you're going back, and I'm going to get this Rolex, and somebody pass it down to my son, and then you're going to play some like really sweet like. I thought he was going to play the two broke girls theme. <laughs> well, that's like coming back to the Golden Girls, and Blanche is like. I found another dick or whatever she was. <laughs> <laughs> I found another dick. I, I don't know, man. That was the behind-the-scenes sh- documentary. The lifetime. The Blanche Devereaux story. The lifetime. Uh, yeah. This is loosely based on... Can, I'm watching, ask, can I, I tell you? I love those. I love them, by the way. But I'm, they're so loosely based. Come on. Loosely is not even... It's, not even a, it's too tight of a term. Yeah. <laughs> the Blanche Devereaux story. Hello, ladies. And men's. <laughs> I think this is like the Blue Oyster Club from uh, Police Academy. <laughs> Trump. <laughs> Nolte. Um, I'm watching. I'm in the middle of a Golden oh Girls marathon God. right now. I Tebow it. On what? On PAX? On Lifetime. Lifetime. Yeah, bro. Television for women and Jonathan Kite. <laughs> <laughs> that is gold, Brad. Gold. He's also app. when he bless. <laughs> he loves this app. He loves this app more than he loves his family, and that's this is true. And he loves his family. This is true. It, 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 I, I love my family like hell, but if like it, like if my if my mom, God bless her, was hanging off one finger off the side of outside of cliff, and so was and your then phone. over here was Pocket Adam sitcom. was Adam playing this. <laughs> You know what's great about that story? Brad, you've got one choice. Save your mom or save the app. Which you can download again. <laughs> it's not like that app has an expiration date on it. This school ain't big enough for the two of us. Justin. <laughs> In a Lifetime original movie, Trump <laughs> or... Uh, Trump or bust. <laughs> just him judging girls' tits. And that, and, and Trump and or my bust. Let's <laughs> say so at these... Chess, <laughs> those cheese titties, luxurious. These are Ameri- these are what made in America? No, they're silicon. They're made in China. These are what you call better titties. These are these are better titties. <laughs> I love I love that sound effect. He's so quick on it. You're amazingly fast, and you know what it does? It, it like shapes because we're all ab- around the same age, and we've seen yeah. so much television. It shapes. We know exactly what mood is being played with all that. Absolutely. Yes. Every, every noise. That should be called the step-by-step step app. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. And then, yes, so, obviously, I would choose, obviously, I would choose the app over my mom. And then she, she, she would fall to her death. But I would give her a very touching tribute. What would it be? Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh I, don't even, I don't even know what to do. Oh, my God. Wow. I love that Has song. That, Jesus. You know what, though? <laughs> but then it turns out my mom's a transformer. 
All right. Oh I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, my god. I mean, <laughs> see now I'm torn because every time I want to wrap this up, then Brad plays another fun sound I didn't know he had. By the way, that app is like a Mary Poppins bag. You just keep pulling shit out of it. Do you think it's bottomed? It ain't. Can you imagine if Mary Poppins just pulled out Brad and then pulled out Brad with the app? That movie would have ended very differently. <laughs> like the, they're like Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins, <laughs> take your blouse yeah. off. <laughs> hey, Poppins, I'll show you something, Poppin. Dick. Exactly. Step in time, step in time. Pull up your bloomers and step inside. <laughs> the year, 1953. Get down on the phone. <laughs> what is, what's this? It's called, 19, here boy, here it's, boy. Called, it's called 1950s sound. Wait, play that one more time. Lassie! Lassie! Oh, she's dead. I guess we're having dog for dinner. I guess I better call Casey Kasem. Timmy, do you have those pictures? (laughs) The pictures I took of you and Lassie that we we swore we'd never talk about again. I'm Casey Kasem, and you're out of time. He just goes That's on Casey a Kasem as Death Wish. They originally instead of Charles Bronson. I'm Casey Kasem, and you're out of time. Oh, God. The Batman sound effect. Um, I'm getting this, Bob. I'm right, swear. Here's what I want to end on. If you could go, if, if, Jesus, Brad, enough with how you come. <laughs> That's a robo orgasm. If you, um, Jesus. Someday that's how we'll communicate. Uh, past that joint here. Uh, but if um, if you could leave, if you could walk off to, like, you know, a, a Jerry Maguire type type exit, right? If, like, let's say, if there was a way, if they were like, yo, John, we're going to do an all live episode and you get to leave the show in any way you could. Yeah. I mean, would you, how, how dramatic would it be? Would, it be, would there be a, a, a lot of fanfare? If um if I left the show, I would walking uh, off like a live episode where they're like, hey, this is this is your characters. Everyone everyone gets to like leave the show in one episode. Dealer's choice. They find out that I'm actually royal blood for Ukraine, <laughs> and I have to go and and sit in the throne, and I and I have to go back to Ukraine like you a make- King Ralph situation. I like it. Good pull. And then uh, and and then so I is it I, dramatic. It is no funny. It, it's it's dramatic, but I've I've agreed. They keep trying to hand me the scepter, and I keep grabbing my cock. <laughs> um, and uh, and when I realize what what I decide, I now get to wear whatever I want because I'm the king. So I only wear like the long um, coat, like the what is it like um the the, um, the, the cape, but it's not a cape. It's no, a, it's a um, a cloak. Yeah, Ooh, I have maybe. a cloak. Yeah, I have a crown. Yeah, and then I have a blurred area. And then I walk out. And you say? And I say, guys, a lot of people need to touch my scepter. (laughs) And I'm going to go knight the hell out of some bitches. (laughs) (laughs) I'd watch that episode. Bro, I'd write that episode. (laughs) And you would leave and you would walk right into a spinoff in the Ukraine. Yeah. Called, um... Well, I, it, it, it's also maybe like, um, well, it, it, or if, if I had to be the religion, the head of the church in yeah. Ukraine, it'd be called Holy Olegs. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Yeah. <laughs>
Subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast. Give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleichinger, Schleichinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years, one of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you. Here's the thing about new cherry vanilla Coke. Though cherry's named first, all the flavors taste just as great. I mean, it could have just as easily been vanilla cherry Coke, or it could have been Coke cherry vanilla. And since it's two amazing flavors of Coke, it might have been Coke vanilla cherry Coke or cherry vanilla Coke Coke. Mm, unless you're in France, which would make it Le Coke de la Vanilla de la Cherry de la Creme. New Cherry Vanilla Coke, so good together. And New Cherry Vanilla Coke Zero Sugar, same great taste, zero sugar. 